passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sibilance. 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 You're not laughing, Hatley. What's that? Motherfucker. I didn't, I didn't hear you. I've been looking around. I'm looking around. They were telling me to check the mic, and I said, Sibilance. <laughs> Sibilance. That's what Hatley would always say when we were checking the mic at Bubba Palooza's. Sibilance. <laughs> Sibilance. Uh, hopefully, they're getting levels on us. No, you're getting levels. What do you mean I'm getting levels? you got to check the levels. We're recording. I, I, I... You need to check the... Oh, I need to check the levels? Or, or you no. need to check the levels? No, I mean, I always check Fuck the... boy. Big dick. I always check the levels post-production. Oh, you're one of your post-production guys. Uh, Hatley, this is the song that we... This is our theme song. Shawn Michaels, Sexy Boy. Well, it's actually Seth's theme song, right, Seth? Is that what we've denoted this? This is your song? You have. You've denoted it. That's such. This might get Hatley's wife's juices flowing when she hears Sexy Boy Toy. It's my boy toy. Doesn't take much. Doesn't take much? No. <laughs> Are you guys back from the Fort Myers Fuck Fest? Yes. Yes. Hallie, you've been going to a lot of fuck fests, buddy. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for those scoring at home, this is Clem Cush 15, and our special guest is one, well, needs no introduction. But is just not only broadcasted with me for Hatley, was it 13 years? 13 years. 13 years, but is also like a very dear friend of mine. And he's back in, uh, back where he grew up after a very long road. Uh, after I, Did you leave me in 2013, Brent? Correct. 13. So I'd like to kind of go through the timeline a little bit. Because I know you went to Cali for a little bit. Yeah, for a year. And then I got that call from Howard. Did you know that Howard called me personally when he hired you? Yes, he did. And uh, they told me that they were going to call you. And I said, that's that's great. I, I, it's like, Bubba Howard. And I was like, <laughs> hey, what's up, Howard? He goes, I just want you to know we're talking uh, about maybe possibly adding Brent. But before we go any further, I'd like to, I wanted to hear it personally from you that you're, you know, if you got a problem with that, I won't do it. And I go, Howard, not only do I not have a problem with it, I would fucking be so proud of Hatley if he worked for you, buddy. He's like, so I needed to hear, Bubba. Yeah, it's like really I can't do my yeah, house. Yeah, you're really, it went into Trump all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it turned into Donald Trump all of a sudden. <laughs> how did that happen, Brent? Like, how did the process start of you working for Howard? Uh, this 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 time, what happened uh, was our old boss, uh, who Bubba knows, he's good friends with Jeremy Coleman. Yeah. Uh, who who's still who's still there running the channels? He is. He's the yeah. senior vice president of the channel still to this day. Uh, he gave me a call. I was in California. I was uh, actually talking to Clear Channel about working at KFI full-time, and I had an offer from the NFL to work there full-time, and Jeremy flew into town and met with me and said, hey, we'd like you to come uh, join our channel as a senior producer 
And uh, I said, yeah, I, I, I'd love that. You told Mary Lou Henner to pack sand. But no, I, I'd already been fired from oh, there. My bad. We need to get into that a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> pack sand, but I... I was on KFI at that time. On the week. I was doing weekends on KFI. Oh, really? Yeah. For yeah. real? Yes. So anyway, Brent Hadley, and I can remember, I met Brent back in 96 when I first started at 98 Rock. And at that point, I, Hatley, I think you were just promotions. I was. I was the Johnny uh, Banner hanger. I was. I was the. I, I was. I had gotten promoted from Johnny Banner hanger to being the promotion director of the sister station. So uh, then, oh, sorry. so then you were directing kids how to hang the fucking banners. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you did. You didn't actually do. You said uh, tape, but you told where the kid where to put it. Now, right? <laughs> exactly. And then you know you had to supervise the van being painted and how many stickers you order and all that kind of. What dumb type shit. of beach patrol you're going to do? <laughs> and you know, yeah, right, that kind of deal. Just standard, you know, radio promotion shit. And then and then two. 2000, I had an opportunity. So Hatley, at that point, uh, came to me and he was like, hey, listen, uh, they're bringing Ron Diaz in here on Thunder. And uh, they're going to let me let me be a producer. For, well, like, I'm going to be his morning producer. Well, let's back up because you've got this even. You're not giving yourself enough credit. What? You, because uh, I would... I was the promotions director, and in 97, I started coming in on your show because I'd come hang out with you over at Bubba's Beach Club. You were, you were, drunk, you were drunk, drink him down. Drunk, drink him down. I was hanging out at Bubba's Beach Club, and you're like, damn, cuz, you're drinking all my drinks. <laughs> yeah, he would use, I work with Bubba for Thunder Bob. Be like, I don't know who this fucking guy is. It's bald-headed motherfucker. You're like, damn, cuz, you're drinking all my drinks. He was bald-headed back then, no, Bubba? No, I, I shaved my head in 2000. Okay, yeah, we anyways. did that on Bubba's show. So then, so then Bubba and I... Um, he started having me come in the studio to tell him stories about being on acid and being hanging out with yeah. the chicks. So I'd be like, hey, Brent, did you, did you go to Eat Boy this weekend? Sure did. <laughs> what happened? Well, I did acid for the third time. And, oh, my God, there's these goblins running me across from a fucking farmer's field. And I was like, whoa. And then uh, and then I uh, fucked his intern, uh, Tiggle Bitties. Oh, you did? And then uh, I, I thought I'd gotten away with that, but Bubba found out about it and then put us in two separate rooms <laughs> to interview us about it so we couldn't look at each other. For real? Yeah. I did? Yeah. Well, what's the big deal about? It. I, I, you just, hey, it was great content. Like, oh, it wasn't an interview as in you were you're in trouble. It no, was an interview as in fucking high fives. About, about high fives, about oh. get, getting the big old titties. Do you remember sometimes I'd have some of my boys from out of town visiting from, my, you know, not, we're not going to mention any names. And we at the old Feather Sound building, and I literally would have like Heather the Vibrator Girl or one of my lines of crickets down there blowing my boys <laughs> while we were on the air. That was like it would the be greatest. like nine fifteen, and be one of my childhood friends visiting from town, getting a header right right in my office. Remember that? Oh yeah. And then when I first came to ninety eight Rock, because you know there was rules, they had rules there. <laughs> and I and I was the man. I was you know the fucking man over at the Power Pig, and I'm coming into their territory, and they don't like it. What was that guy, Greg Mall? Yes, he quit over it. He he absolutely did. He qu- so I remember I, I was having Seth. Remember uh, the Causeway? They used to have Tex Mex at the Causeway yeah. out there. Oh yeah. So I Randy uh, Clear Channel or or Jake or iHeart or whatever the fuck they bought City Casters and which is where I worked. Right, and I can't. And ninety eight Rock now was the sister station of Power Pig and all these stations with the Power Pig management running it. <laughs> and so they call up City Casters and said, "We're pulling Bubba off of nights and putting him on mornings." So, see you later, Marla Maples and Sea Bass out Outsville. <laughs> and so terrible, the, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so Greg Mall, the program director, uh, uh, Seth said, "Oh man, no way!" And Randy Michaels like, "You have to have go lunch. Have to have lunch with Bubba, so you guys can get on the same page because you two have to learn how to deal with each other." So I'm having lunch out there, and he's like, "So I'll let you know, Bubba, you're not my first choice for mornings. Uh, <laughs> corporate's making me have you." And I was like, "So, 
<laughs> and then and he, he goes, and he was gone. And he goes, well, you know, I tell you, I think we could come to a compromise. I think if you played uh, four to six records an hour, I go, and I said, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not playing any records an hour. None. And the records that I do play are going to be called Warsaw Rock. I'm going to brand it after what I like, bitch. Not your stupid ass stuff. Lightning crashes. Don't bust me up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 I, and he was like, what? And so he, he got a hold of uh, management. He's like, I cannot work with this guy. And they're like, okay, see you later, Greg Mall, buddy. So then I got to working at, uh, and, but I rolled in that, I rolled in there in Feather Sound, uh, Brent, and showed them like there was no rules. Yeah. I'd bring girls in there. That was and, amazing. And visitors in there. And I can remember like, God rest in peace, Scotty Ledger and all the guys saying, Buddy, you, you can't do that. I'm like, the fuck I can. I'm bringing girls up in here and everything. Porn, porno chicks, head jobs in the studio. Head jobs, <laughs> double penetration. And then I tell Brent, Brent, tell Dan DiLoretto, the general manager, that's all fear of the mind. We're not really, there's no real fucking going on. <laughs> right? No, Brent, Brent, Brent would tell general manager. Uh, it's all theater of the mind. It's all theater of the mind, Dan. None of that stuff happens. They believe that shit? No, yeah. <laughs> oh, As we have the windows tinfoiled and fucking... <laughs> And, and 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 the door barricaded literally with you could not get in the studio. How horny were you, Bubba? Were you just doing bits, or were you just so fucking horny all the time you had to bring it on the radio? Both, <laughs> both. <laughs> I re remember when uh, when Anita there was a porn star? Oh yeah, in there. she squirted on Anita's chair. She squirted on one of the chairs in the studio, and she rolled it down the hallway. Anita yeah. rolled it down the hallway into the general manager's office to complain. So then I get a <laughs> I get a, I get a meeting with Brad Harden. Here's how it goes. Uh, hey, my little champion. Uh, can you not have horse squirt on the fucking chairs anymore? <laughs> oh, yeah, no problem. Okay, I don't want to hear Anita Wad talking about pussy juice to being on the chairs anymore. <laughs> I go, okay, I'll have Hallie make sure we use different chairs. <laughs> However you handle it there, fuckface, just don't make... It's like, okay, no, buddy, no problem. That was hilarious. Can you not have whores squirt on my end of my upholstery anymore? He called you his little champion? Yeah, he did. Is that yeah. why you call me your little champion? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh, so then Brent, Brent comes to me and he's like, hey, I got a chance to be a producer for the Ron Diaz show. And I go, listen, you need to get the fuck out of promotions and get on there immediately, even though you're going to play 14 records an hour. Again, the weed has gotten to Bubba. He's forgotten how this went. <laughs> How'd it go, Brent? <laughs> He's the one. You're the one. <laughs> Sorry. We had, hey, Bubba, our Brent, one. we had Coco on last week, and he had to remind Bubba of like all the threesomes that yeah. they had together. I Bubba had, forgot I've about had, them all. I've had four threesomes with him, and I could only remember one. <laughs> so Bubba's the one that went to... That was the one that went to Brad Harden, who was our uh, our the boss man, the boss man for, who came from Cincinnati, yeah, and who was also a shoved down, and nobody could question. Like Dan DiLoretto used to run a real hard, a tight ship with his PD. <laughs> He's the GM. He couldn't yeah. tell fucking Brad to do shit. Could he? Nothing. Nothing. Brad, Brad was in charge of the whole. Yeah, show. he ran the whole fucking deal. Period. So uh, yeah, Brad Harden came down, and you're the one that went to Brad and said, "Hey, hey, listen, you need to take this cat out of promotions and put him with Ron Diaz, since you're hiring Ron Diaz." And then when he's ready, I want him. It's exactly what I said. <laughs> and then, and, and then uh, so then Brad. Go, and they're like, he's like, okay, my little champion. I mean, I ran that so, fucking so place. So Brad was like, okay, whatever you want, Baba. So I went there, and Ron Diaz really did teach me some good shit. But I remember having a meeting with Brent before. I'm like, listen, Brent, you yeah. dumb fuck. <laughs> you yep. wanna, I want I want to hire you in a couple years. I got a couple things I got to do here. What'd you see in Brent? What'd you, what'd you, what'd you want him he for, Baba? He was just funny. He, was he, was, he had a great follow-through. He, I mean, he had great at work ethic. He like you saw him being your producer? one day or I just a guy absolutely okay absolutely and so i said listen brent even i want you to even go i want you to because i know what radio personalities want i go they want to be coddled and babied a little bit so 
knowing that I wanted to be coddled and babied by some by Brit someday. So I said, I want you to go to Ron and say, Ron, how do you like your headphones? What do you like to drink in the morning? Do you remember that, Brent? Oh, yeah. And so Brent went up to Ron Diaz and go, Ron, how do you like your headphones? What do you? And he's like, man, you're really on top of things. Oh, yeah. You might be the best thing to Billy the Phone Freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy. I talked to Billy recently. So then um, in 2000, early 2000, uh, fucking, I, I, Calt uh, acted like a complete. Act. It just was not. It just him and I were. It didn't work out between yeah, you guys. It just didn't work out. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, and uh, I went to I went to Brad and I said I want to fire this guy and I want to bring Hatley in, and that's 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 all she wrote. Yeah, April of uh, two thousand. Brent, did you know? I think I've told you this before, that when we got jammed up in 04, that Brad and Dan took me. I had to walk the green mile. <laughs> So, and, so and, in case anybody doesn't know, walking the Green Mile, there was a long green carpet because we were all the way in the back in the rock barn. And we had to walk this long green carpet up to the two general managers' Like office. you're going to the warden's office. It <laughs> yeah. was just like Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yeah. You're walking a fucking Green Mile. And any time the salespeople saw me, because I, I, I forbid, I was like, I ain't going up there. If you want to go out and meet with me, I had to, you had to come to me policy. With your purple me. shag uh, yeah. carpet in your office. With it, I, that I've gotten 75 head jobs in, in a fiscal year. Remember the one girl, the girl blew me and she walked out and had it all over her chest and she's like, I didn't do anything. She was trying to cover her chest. She had jism on her chest. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I'm wa- so I walk up there and Hatley, I think you know this. Um, but you know, they told me if I fired you, that it would all the, all the O four stuff would go away. They're like, if we, if you yeah. if you fire Brent, then we can put it on the executive producer. And, and I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing it. Did you know that? Yes, I did. You told me at the time. Yeah, I'm like, Brent, they're trying to have me get rid of you. Fuck them. <laughs> ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so Brent works with me for 13 years, and uh, and then and then goes off, and I think went to California. I went to California. I worked with uh, an author named Neil Strauss for a little while. Neil, great guy. If everybody, if you to know who Neil is, is he's the one that wrote the the Dirt, the Motley Crue movie that everybody loves. Yeah. He yeah. wrote that book. That's a so, that's just his most latest. I mean, he's did all kinds. He's of done stuff. that. He wrote the Marilyn Manson book. He wrote this book called The Game. If you want to know how to pick up chicks, he like went and, and investigated that. Just a great author and a good guy, and, and, and you know, gave me some. I think your wife he, read that book. <laughs> she, she doesn't. She doesn't need it. Oh, she, she knows how to pick up everything. She does. Like all the chicks and guys want to fuck her. We need to get into that. Yeah. We need to peel that back here momentarily. Yeah, but we got it. We still. We're still setting so, the timeline up. So then uh, I worked for him for a few months, and a company called Sun Broadcast Group got a hold of me, and they said, "Hey, we're taking Mary Lou Henner from Taxi, and we're going to teach her how to do radio, but we need somebody to teach her how to do radio because it's not the same as TV." So they hired me to do that. Paid a really good amount of money to do that. This is when you're living in California. In Pasadena. Yeah. Did you like it? Ish. Ish. I liked some of it. Do you still have to have a car out there? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. definitely. No, but like when you went to New York, you like you don't need a car. No, right? I, no, I did not have a car in New York. Most people don't that, that work in the city at least. It's a waste of money because you gotta pay to, you have to pay to park at your apartment building. Man, they in New York they nickel the fucking dime out of you, do they not? Yeah, they well they I could they quarter and fucking dollar the dime uh, out of well, yeah. Where man, would you park pull. all your race cars, Bubba? I wouldn't have race yeah, cars. You'd be yeah. fucked. You'd be yeah. it would be so expensive. It's everything there is a charge. Every, they, they they expect you to tip your fucking mailman there. 
Oh, God. And, <laughs> oh, really? Did you? How much would you give them? I, I'm not doing that shit. I'm from the South. <laughs> <laughs> They're working for the post office. They're getting paid a good fucking salary. Yeah, a great one. Man, <laughs> Bubba got mad that the Starbucks per- barista wanted to tip down here. Well, that, though that I get, but the fucking... I know. Mail, the Everybody's mail. out for a fucking tip. I'm going to get in the <laughs> give me a tip business. I'm just like going to say, hey, can you tip me? For what? I don't know. Everybody's getting tipped. Okay, fuck, I get tipped. Uh, and so then from there, I, like I told the story about how uh, Jeremy Coleman got a hold of me, and then uh, I went to New York. In, uh, did you like New York better than Pasadena? I did. Uh, I did just because it was easy. Where to did get... you live in Pasadena? I lived out about a mile from the Rose Bowl. So I had season tickets to UCLA. And oh, wow. We, and we would walk down to the Rose Bowl to go to the games. So Really? Yeah. Pasadena is beautiful. It's a beautiful city. But One of the uh, things I knocked the Rose Bowl down and make it like a little bit more modern. Uh, they, they, they need to. That place is fucking huge, man. Is it like a hundred and some thousand? Yeah, like if you're on the other side of the band, you can't even hear it. Like we sat on the opposite side of the band. You Let alone if you're on mushrooms. Yeah. You probably think you're morphing <laughs> into the fucking band. You gotta be on mushrooms. Where man. could you get mushrooms more readily available? Probably California, right? More so than New York. Yeah, well, out west in, in, in Oakland and in Denver, they're legal now. So, um, yeah, it's much easier to get them out west, but it's not hard to find them here. Well, yeah. But when you moved to California, I think they had just passed the recreational law. Uh, yeah, well, no, it was medical still. And still I had, medical. I had a medical card, and I'd go to this place to see these cool-ass black guys down in Koreatown right. that, that had a dispensary, and they would hook it the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wax, fucking you don't even, what, oil. Do you know if it was state-sanctioned or not? Or I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know. You didn't even ask no fucking questions. You showed your card, and they let you in. And, and, and then they, they hooked you the fuck up. Up, yeah. What about New York? What was New York like, or Jersey? Like, was it was it as is it medicinal up there too? It is medicinal, but it's fuck. There's so many rules. You can't get a card. It's it's you know Chris Christie made it nearly impossible. You got to have like real ailments and stuff. You just yeah. can't have anxiety, right? And Chris Christie made it nearly impossible in New Jersey. What's he like? Are you his? Are you a Chris Christie guy? I am not. I, I met him. I met him not long ago when like one of the last times I was at Sirius, he was up there, and I was behind his back making faces. And this woman, that's the, the host of the show that he was on. Uh, was like, hey, have you met Brent? <laughs> like, while well, I was making faces behind his back. He's short. He's shorter than you think. Brother. He is? Yeah. He, sh- he looks like he could be tall on TV, but he's way shorter than me. You know, one thing I was trying to remember, and I probably should go over to you about it because you absolutely got an unbelievable memory. In fact, you and I are getting ready to do a project where I'm hiring you just to do the memory deal because you oh, yeah. just know everything. But I was thinking about, uh, we were talking about Howard a while back, and how you and I, our dumb asses, our fucking hillbilly asses were invited to his wedding. And it was so, now that you think about it, how exclusive it really was. And I was trying to think about all the people that I saw there. And I know Donald was there because he was in the next oh, table. Yeah. Next, He was the next table over from us. That was, the, I think, the Billy Joel, yep. uh, Do- Donald Trump, uh, the guy from Blackstone, Leon Black. Leon Black was there. Barbara Walters was there. And, our, and, and what was our, ours was Sam Simon. Me, you, me, Sam Simon. Our wives. Our, yeah, our wives. And then there was... I one, think Ralph was at our table, I want to say. Ralph was yeah. at our table. <laughs> and, uh, and Chevy Chase made a complete ass out of he himself. He did. Does Howard... <laughs> Resent? Does Howard? Did Howard ever bring up? Oh, um, he he brings it up and he says everybody but him had a problem with Chevy Chase. Which, I, yeah, like, I don't know about that. Uh, knowing him, I think Howard's just trying to be nice to Chevy Chase. Because I think so too. I think every and now there, you know, at like, Howard's, even Artie was like, hey, "Fuck <laughs> you, man!" Like, <laughs> how's Artie doing? Have you heard? I texted him two times and I haven't heard back, and he usually gets back to me within a month. So yeah. I'm I'm really worried about him. I love that guy. I do too. I, I do, and I. 
he's so brilliant, you know. And, oh my god, his comedy is insane. And he didn't even good. realize that he could still get you know run that rub like he could go out and still just make a ton of money. Oh, all day. All day. His shows are hilarious. What, what do you mean go out at where? Where is it? Where are people doing shows, Bubba? They're, start, they're starting to come back. Well, I mean, I mean, Artie, if Artie was just proactive on podcasting and, and a YouTube channel, yeah. he, he would kill it. Well, uh, I was talking to Shuley, and he was telling me that, they, that he's got a gig booked in New Orleans, and they're starting to pick back up. So On stand-up deals? Yeah, on, on live stand-up. So. How, is, Shuley ever, is Shuley with the show still? He is. He moved to Alabama. Now, it, now is is everybody remoted in, so to speak? Because I yeah, SiriusXM is closed. I talked to some of my friends that are on the other channels. Right. So there's a couple of problems. Number one, SiriusXM is worried about the liability of sending people into Midtown right. Manhattan because it is crime ridden. There's bums and criminals have taken over Midtown Manhattan. So because all the professionals aren't there, there the cops probably don't really have to really anybody to you know to worry about. And the cops are like, you're going to say fuck you to us? No, well fuck you. And so, and so now. Did you have to do any citizen's arrest before you left? (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to. (laughs) I wanted to, for sure. So, uh, the other problem is this this person from SiriusXM told me that they have one HVAC for this whole building, from the McGraw Hill building. So, if anybody's sick, it's going to circulate it back through all the floors on the building. So, they said there's a couple of problems. They wanted to try to get it open. In December, but they said that everybody's going to... Re- they figured out how to remote everybody, so they're going to remote everybody for a while. You're under a citizen's arrest for Grand Theft Auto. On the ground, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> do you know... Do you? I don't know if you know, or if people have told you, do you know that we continue to this day to have Brent Hatley concerts? I love it. Did it ever get back to you, Hatley, that we were having concerts? And oh, were, yeah. you, were, you okay, were you always cool about oh, it? Oh, always. Like, always. it was always just to put you over. Always. I love it. Were you and Bubba ever ever not talking? Oh, fuck yeah. We were, we've were. we been mean, mad to each other. <laughs> when when was that last time? But it's more like it's more like I explained with when people ask me the, the uh, about people in the radio business. I'm like, we're, Bubba and I are like brothers. Like, you're going to fight with your brothers? Yeah, like hold on. Um, he was one of my he was one of my groomsmen uh, for my wedding. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, why was there a fight there or something? No, no, Brent <laughs> just was doing cocaine across the street with Artie. <laughs> well, Artie, Artie was true a, or false? Tr- true on me. Ar- Artie turned down my offer of cocaine. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah. So Hallie said I consumed. Uh, Artie yeah. begged off on the deal. Yeah, Artie was like, I got better shit right here. R- Ralph and I went to the strip club and did uh, cocaine off some strippers' asses. You wow. did? You did for yeah. real? Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, Bubba. And then, and then, the, and then Ralph gets on the air and he, he does this whole anti-drug screed, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude?" Uh, so I partied with you lots. Do you have to ask the strippers, or you just go ahead and just put it right on their ass and do it? I've never done cocaine, so you got to ask. Oh, but, gotta, but they're usually w- way up for it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and Bubba, then, doesn't that sound and cool? Then they want to put it on your boner usually. Yeah, so they, they get it sniffed right off. I mean, Hatley. I think Hatley will. I don't know if I want to put Brent in a bad light or not, but I think he has has cocaine sniffed off his boner before. I have. Oh my god. <laughs> What a legend I'm sitting next to right now. Uh, I mean, Hatley, I think you've I think we've talked about that. You have you have oh, yes. done that before. Oh yes. Oh yes, from a stripper from two thousand one. Right <laughs> off your right off your boner. Space Odyssey, right off my boner. Now now <laughs> you, you brought you brought your wife with you. Yes. And uh, and she's now part of your Twitch show and some of the other shows that you're doing. Yeah. Now where are you guys all doing your stuff? Uh, we have a production office in our we have a pretty big apartment and we took a third of it and made it into a production office and uh, like a, there's a you know little green room area. We have a permanent green screen in there. Are you guys out in St. Pete? Yeah, we're in St. Oh, Pete. Oh hell yeah. Downtown. Now you now you do you're doing Twitch? We do Twitch uh, and she does OnlyFans. 
I heard chicks are killing it on that. She is. Caitlin, are you killing it on, on OnlyFans? Yes. Um, I'm in the top 1% You're, every month. She's in the top 0.71% of all creators on OnlyFans. <laughs> so she, I mean, Brent needless to say, she's she's kicking it out wide. She's, yeah. Oh, yeah. So so last Friday and this Friday. By the way, that's a Hatley term, by the way. Kicking them out oh, wide. Oh, really? Now yeah. we're, oh. No, that's a Hatley deal. Okay. Absolutely. What about Buffalo stands? No, that's, that's not Coco. <laughs> yeah, that was probably Coco. Yeah, but. Yeah. But in there, uh, what she does in last Friday and this Friday. What, on put, OnlyFans? Yeah, we put up part one and part two of the first sex, actual sex scene she's done. What? But there's tons. Yeah, with who? With who? But, you know, you hire male models. Um, <laughs> there's um, Look at this, Bubba. Now, Hallie, are you, direct, are you taking my directing skills to a whole other level? Kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Are you the director? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are these guys local or do they travel? No, to- this, 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 this guy was local. Like, we, we go with people. All right, Hallie, that, you're that blowing my mind now. We got to back up here. Okay. So you, so, I'm not backing up. I'm going right in, so, Bubba. So Caitlin, so Caitlin has an OnlyFans and, yeah. you, and she's now doing uh, movies. Yep, or you know, whatever clips or shows or whatever. Yeah, and you're bringing local dudes in, and you're the, and you're the director. Yep. Oh, <laughs> was this the first time you've directed? Yeah, this is the first time that she's. Well, done, she's I mean, done probably first time on camera. On camera. Hallie's <laughs> a known director. I mean, come on. <laughs> Hallie's been directing since oh, I mean yeah. eighth grade in some way, shape, or form. He's been Hallie's always booking some kind of nonsense. Why was he in the closet for you and Larry Plummer or something? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not quite that old. <laughs> yeah. No, and 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 Hallie and I never like our 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 crazy circles never never really uh, were together. Like, no, we never. You, know, you guys never fucked together. Is what no, you're saying, like Coco. No, we never did. We got blown in a limo one time together. Did we, but, I mean, Hallie, in I don't ju- know that we've ever had a threesome, have we? No, uh-uh. We got blown in a limo one time, though. We, we, did. Had, we had a chick in a limo in Jacksonville. This was just from the hotel to the airport. She blew both of us. She did? <laughs> yeah. The one, chi- one chick. Is that going to make the movie? Guys? Is that going to make the movie, Hallie? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yes. I don't even remember that. Yeah, but it, was, it was just, we just had it for the limo ride. Just head for the limo ride. <laughs> yeah. who, got really? blo- who got blown first? How does that happen? Like- it, it, was, it was me and then Bubba. Oh, Bubba, you got second. I got Hatley, I got some Hatley DNA on my helmet. Somebody <laughs> shape or form. And she swallowed both. She did. Yeah. But I took a swallow on after you did. Yep. Oh, you pre-greased it. <laughs> oh man. I love this guy's memory. He knows everything. He knows oh, everything. Coco was remembering all this. Don't Hatley knows where all the bodies are buried. Oh yeah. He knows where. He might know more body. He has might have a bigger body count than Blitz. <laughs> the only reason Blitz keeps his job around here, Hatley, he's got so much dirt on me. That's right, awesome. Wait, we gotta get back to the directorial debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back over there. So how was that? It was good. It was now. When know, did this take place, Hatley? It was a few weeks ago. We shot it. Uh, really? What kind of scene was it? It was just standard. Like she blows him and rides him. <laughs> he's so he's oh, so hey, 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 Hallie, Hallie, we're not talking about the over under on the Saints game. We're, talk, we're talking about Caitlin kicked out wide with a local. Yeah, we're yeah. not on the top forty station. We can stretch this out here. You know, I mean, tell so, us more. So hold on. So Hallie, hold on. We got, yeah, we can stretch this out. So how do you get in contact with? Like, how does how do you get to know him? Like, how do you know he's out there? So he's where a, do you find him? Hallie? So in in the in the swingers lifestyle. Oh, okay. That's how you that's how you find everybody is in the swingers. All lifestyle. right. So you get a hold. He, so he gets a hold of you. And we become friends. We're friends with him because here's what goes on in swinging is we've really become friends with a lot of people. So now, uh, are you guys the most popular swingers in Tampa? You think? I don't. We're some of them. I mean, I mean, I'm not even putting myself over some of them. Like when we go to Caliente and the Secrets, and, uh, and then now we're really going to a lot of house parties. But, but are there are there uh, any other famous people, so to speak? That because it's such a forbidden fruit. Okay, one guy, and and he's been on this show. 
Oh, hold on. Only one, one guy, he's been on this show, and he had a sex tape, and he came in and broke it down with us. And he was at one of the parties. That Hootie? We, no, it uh, was uh, uh, Screech, Dustin Diamond. Oh, is he in the lifestyle? He, I, he was at one of the parties we were at in Fort Myers, not the after party, the party at a vanilla bar where it was all swingers. He was absolutely there. He was at the vanilla party, though. He was at, yeah, it's at a vanilla bar, but it was all swingers that were there. So he was at, but he was at a vanilla bar, maybe chumming up the swing deal? Oh, yeah. Well, you had to buy tickets to a swingers event to get into this event. So right. he definitely was. Was he there. with a lady or was he just looking no, to fuck some extras? No, he was with a girl. He, oh, okay. was, he was with a girlfriend. Was he with a lazy or was he trying to fuck well, some extras? Well, I didn't know if he was just around and he's like, hey, I'm ready to fuck. I'm horny. I'm screeching. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it doesn't really work that way okay. in the swingers lifestyle. It, do, it doesn't work that way at all. <laughs> See, I don't know anything about no, it. Like, I, ba- there, I barely have is sex. Is there like any, like, you know, like they say something, like an eyes wide shut. Right. You know, like it's like some really affluent people, big time movers and shakers. Is there any of that? Uh, some. Some, especially, you know, in the Fort Myers area, there's some big, you know, old money down there. So some of them really do have a bit of money, but that doesn't really even matter. Now, when did you got, you guys just got, in fact, I did an interview, we did a podcast with Coco and we invited you and you were at, at, at said event, I think. Yeah, we were down there for four days of, of orgies. Now, Brent, tell me the wildest thing. Or Caitlin, the, the, the wildest thing. And then I got to find out about the porno. About you know, I want to get Caitlin's perspective yeah, some, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to call it porno. I'm sorry. Yeah, shut up, Hallie. We want to talk to Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin, uh, say Caitlin. <laughs> oh, Caitlin. Oh God, the wildest thing. I don't even. From wild, that weekend. From from Fort Myers. What about the be- the horse bench? Oh, the what? And the sex swing. Okay, so they have this thing down here. It looks like a sawhorse. I know all the getter duns in this audience know what a sawhorse. Yeah, saw I know horse. what a fucking so, sawhorse is. So they make them for sex now, where the woman can put her there. There's two pads down at knee level where the woman can put her knees and she can bend over. Oh my God, Bubba! Did she get? Put, did did Kate Land do the sawhorse Willie? Yeah, she me she she fucked me and every guy <laughs> at the party <laughs> on, on, the saw- on the sawhorse. That Every needs guy to be a th- drop right there. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a positioning statement for your fucking deal. How many guys? This one this one was kind of, this was small. So it was three yeah. total? Right, yeah. and two others. <clears throat> now, Caitlin, do you come every guy? So, <clears throat> there's a, with me, there's a difference. I come and I orgasm. So, I can come with other guys, but I really only orgasm with Brent. With Hallie. We had a song back in the day called that. <laughs> I, only, I only orgasm with Hadley. <laughs> this is my favorite. 25 6 to Brent. Stand by, everybody. So you can come with guys, you only orgasm with my husband. Well, that so, so that's, that's I get, sweet. That I get really wet. So like when I come, I just get really wet. I don't need lube. Can I'm you, always wet. Can you squirt? Um, She does a little bit. She does but a little bit. it's not your normal like squirting across the room. It's not like a jet ski it's, deal. It's, not, it's kind it's, of a puddle. It's not a gusher. It's a little bit of a puddle. But she really, you know what I hear what really makes her squirt? Oh, Brent just broke it down. Did you hear him? Yeah. Took it down and knocked it. It's my boy. Hear what really makes her squirt is when she's getting pounded from behind and she's deep throating a guy at the same time. Yep. That's, just, that's a straight jet ski, Willie. As soon as it goes back behind, as soon as it goes back into the throat behind that thing, uh, yeah. Yeah, do you that like, works. Do you like to do the pounding, Brent? Or do you like to be getting the sucked? Which I, which do you prefer? I, I'm more I'm more sensual. I'm more of a motion of the ocean type guy. Okay. So uh, I like a, a I like it sensual. But if a woman requests hard pounding, I can actually I can accommodate that. It almost sounds like a disclaimer. 
If, they, if a woman requests a hard pounding, I, Print Hatley, can accommodate that. I can, but they have to ask. I'm not going to just jam it in there. just not going to jam it in there. Had the video do that you guys put up on OnlyFans after, after your first one. So, and the, how'd you like it, Caitlin? Well, it must go so damn well. I know Hatley ain't got a job, so I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah, Hatley ain't slinging mortgages or nothing like that, so OnlyFans must be on fire. Yeah, and, and Twitch is doing pretty pretty well as well. I mean, it's it's you know it's it's, it's beautiful to not have corporate America to answer to. You just have to be careful, Brent. i got to give you a little bit of a pep talk about not flipping out over these haters so much. You no, just I know. No, I you know. don't know. You flip no. out on them sometimes, Hatley. Oh, dude, but people are such assholes to Brent, man. Oh, like they no, are. Hold on. They're assholes to all of us. Correct. Uh, Every fucking one of us. Us. I've they seen hate some us shit. more than they like us, I've and they want us to fail. Agreed. Yeah, but I Brett just has it for both ways. I think from being with Stern and being with you, Bubba, it's like that. Those are that's yeah. Poor Hatley feels like King Kong on top of the building, <laughs> and he's getting fucking hit in all directions. Yeah, fucking biplanes are coming in on him and everything. Now Ron Diaz is like, if you didn't leave me, I would have had five more years in radio. You forced me into retirement. It's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know. You know, Bubba, uh, the thing is, is there's, you know, want me to break down the difference in the Bubba haters and the Howard haters? Yeah. So the Bubba haters are more of your, uh, like the people that stormed the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> those are the guy taking out the fucking podium right yeah, now. Yeah. Those are the Bubba haters right there. Right. The, uh, the Stern haters are a bunch of fucking bitches, man. What do you mean? They fucking, or they get, they have their panties in a wad about every little thing and cry about snowflake. everything. They're the biggest snowflake little bitches on the planet. Now, the Bubba fans will want to fight you. <laughs> the, Bubba hate, the Bubba haters will want to fight you. They'll have that flag like they have at the, at the Capitol try, 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 try to harpoon you with you. Try to hit you over the fucking head with it. I right. prefer that. I prefer <laughs> but, fighting somebody but, rather than making shit up about me constantly. Well, and but oh, you get it bad. I f- I'm yeah. You well, people hate. I mean, there's a lot of guys that hate women yeah. out there. I can, sure. If I can, if Incels. I can, if I can give you a famous quote, uh, I know. Brent's other, if they're not nipping at your heads, you're not over, bro. Brent says that all the time. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't always make you feel better, though, Bubba. When people, when people really, sometimes people get you. Like, a lot of the times, like, sometimes, you know, you can roll off your back, but sometimes, like, they say something and it fucking sticks with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then those little fucking meme pep talks, those don't fucking help at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, trust me, I was, I used to fight them tooth and nail. You I know. know that. I know. You're, you're 100% right. And Caitlin, as you say over Caitlin. here, Caitlin. She, uh, she had a, a pep talk with me and said, listen, after the first of the year, no Did she mo- tell you you needed to burn a timeout, buddy? She said, no more of this shit after the first of this year. Fuck these people. There you go. Yeah, I mean, really, Brent, it, you have, you, you it have fucks to, with your health, you have man. to fucking ignore them. You're right, Seth. I do got some, I got a soundbite for you that's okay. going to really stick in your crawl. You, okay. re- you ready? Yeah. I'll give you 10 as long as hey, let me, hey, hey, where's my points for coming up with your reality show? Remember, hold on here. Remember when you... You yep. got Hogan his ten, his his. I, I heard it was a pretty big payday too. It, I heard that as well. Does Hogan own his what, own what, trademark? What, what, yeah, of course. That's what that the whole big fight was was about his trademark. Okay, because I've got a deal. I told um, somebody that, that's close to you to tell your attorneys in Los Angeles. There's a Cocoa Pebbles deal. I got got to get with you about Terry Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. No Cocoa Pebbles. What do you mean? They they are running a commercial on Cartoon Network that is <laughs> Halle Terry right in the fuck out. with Far- Barney and Fred selling cocoa pebbles, and they call the guy Hulk Boulder, and it looks exactly oh, like Hulk Hogan. Hogan, man, you might be able to get some cereal ma- settlement money there, kiddo. Did you know that? Are you guys, are you guys trying to stir me up? No, I'm, no, I'm not kidding Terry, you. Terry, all. all we're trying to do is make you some money, Hell, bitch. You got Wasn't he Terry Boulder to begin with? Yes. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all tell me about the house being. Hold on. Ran, ransacked. Now you're telling me that I'm on a commercial. I'm not getting paid no, for it. What, what else did we and, all get? And they call, and the guy's called Hulk Boulder. And weren't you Terry Boulder to begin with? 
Yes. And, and he's a cartoon I character. Was Terry the, I was Terry the Hulk Boulder. <laughs> so they, they use this guy, Hulk Boulder. He looks exactly like Hulk Hogan. Exactly. A cartoon version of him. Right. And he's in the ring with Barney and can, Fred. Can somebody maybe go to YouTube and find it for us? Uh, the, the... I've got it on my DVR. I just don't know how to get it off. Right. And But I, t- I told somebody to tell your attorneys in Los Angeles about it. But ha- Anyway, Hatley sniffed that right out. And here's was Hogan's famous last words. I'll give you 10 pairs on it. Hey, let me, hey where's my points for coming up with your reality uh, and, show? And, and listen to Spice Boy trying to come in and wedge his shit on the deal. I know. I know. <laughs> you know. I'm going to stop wedging in. Sorry, boss, I man. Know, you can wedge in all you want. You need to bring the great. I mean, Hatley and I will just rec- we'll just re- reflect and, and go on and on. We probably need somebody to, to direct us. No, you but, guys are great. You know but, that I'm a, a huge Brent fan. But but Hatley. What Best is, one on the show back in the day. What what is your What is your true opinion on what Spice Boy did to us? Like like and you know what and if I, I'm not asking you to get in the middle of it I really am not because you and I, I you and I are, are buds and but you were the guy that called me up that morning that fateful morning oh yeah when it was on the dirty dot com and uh, you know I don't know that what did you I, think Brent when you first saw it I don't <laughs> think that you knew that that tape existed and I don't know why Spice Boy or Big Dick or whoever fucking stole it. Why they like? Why they were trying to ruin me so bad? Like, like did they did they hate me that much? Yes. Why? Because here's what goes on psychologically with somebody like this. Uh, and this is great to ask you this because I've not we've mm-hmm. never had the chance to talk about this. So psychologically, he believed that he was the star of the show. Uh, delusionally believed that he was the star of the show, although he brought for, not for the, real, Brent. Yeah, and he thought. That um, Spice Boy. Yep. He thought that you had screwed him over his whole career, and he needed to get revenge on you. No, remember how many times he said the word revenge? Oh, yeah. I mean, fuck. That was his whole lexicon. Was Revenge, revenge is better sold, uh, served cool. on a cold plug. He goes, revenge. I'm going to strike out against my enemies. He is a very, very sick person. And I think the U.S. attorney here in the Middle District in Tampa for not prosecuting everybody that was involved in extorting Hulk Hogan. And, and and I'm not a fan of Hulk Hogan. I'm just saying you can't pick and choose who the victims are. I still are. am, but he'll never be my friend. I, you know, I was told that he'll to, to basically buzz off. You know that, don't you? Yeah, I uh, I uh, I saw Bischoff up at Sirius. Uh, yeah, and he talks all kinds yeah. of smack about me. Yeah, I don't understand what what Eric's Eric's problem is. I really don't. So, but nonetheless, I think that the uh, the U.S. Attorney not prosecuting that case uh, because they didn't like you. Did you see the? I, I read that whole article. Did I you see pissed. where Brian Albritton came up with a, 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 a how many page a report as yeah. to how I was a trust, untrustworthy uh, and witness and? But what does that matter? That's the thing. But, is the, but hold on, isn't it somewhat unethical that he represented me prior and that you're yes. now you're now talking shit about a former client? Yeah, he, and all the intellectual property that he knows about me and all my stuff from the Grand Rapids stuff because I fully disclosed this as my attorney. He's now using against me. Completely unethical. You should be this barred. And the and and the uh, other thing is here, Bubba. It doesn't matter. They don't need you as a witness. The FBI ran a sting. They gave a dummy. Right. Che- they gave a dummy check. They don't need you at all. I don't need to be involved. In, I fuck. In, in fact, I don't have a dog in the fight at all. It was. Da- I didn't steal the tape. I didn't release the tape, and I wasn't trying to extort anybody on the tape. Right. It was David Houston, Hogan's attorney, talking to Keith Davidson, who's the celebrity sex tape attorney, and the FBI has it all on tape. They have all the transcripts, and they ran a sting at the San Pearl Resort and arrested everybody. I don't know why they would need you as a witness. That's a bullshit excuse. That was this U.S. attorney telling his boy, Brian Albritton, his political friend, 
<clears throat> I'm not going to prosecute your client because we're friends. And his client And was, I was formerly your assistant. I just yes. recently took over yes. and you're in the private sector now and as you know, as we got to stick together. And his client with was Keith Davidson. And Keith Davidson, you might remember his, know his name from the national news. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, he shook the, everybody down. He was the he shook everybody down and he was the one in cahoots with Michael Cohen who did federal prison some fucking time. With uh, setting up the uh, settlements for uh, Stormy Daniels and the uh, the Playboy chick, so it's, it's just. Uh, did know, he tell <clears throat> you? Did did Spice ever like pull you aside and go, "I feel like I'm the star of the show," or that just you? You feel you like were, that's what you, he the thought. The whole the whole you staff. two you two worked you and Spice worked really close together and hated each other. He the whole the whole staff called him. And no offense, back, uh, Bubba's changed since back then. But back then, the whole staff called him Bubba Junior. Really? Behind everybody's back. <laughs> but but I never knew that he was so obsessed with fucking me. Yeah. And I and, and I don't and I don't I don't understand. I took a guy that, you know, was a drop basically nearly nearly a dropout in high school. And I don't know that he would have ever had the opportunity to to do the things that he did in radio never. W- without me. And so why would you try to fuck me on that deal? Because you, you did he did he really think that he was gonna be uh, yes. you know, He's that deluded. He's got a, a serious personality disorder. Is, is him and his wife still married? I, I don't know. I've heard conflicting reports on that. I have no idea. I saw in reports, in reports, the news reports say former wife. I don't know, though. Man, I, I just, I just, you know how this all transpired front and back. And just for the people that were involved in this that didn't suffer in any way, shape, or form, and in some instances bettered themselves. And I mean, I'm the only one who really got left holding the bag of shit, right? Yeah. I mean, Hogan's made a ton of money on the deal, a ton of money. And meanwhile, Calta and others, like, and I know you never want to talk bad about Mike Calta when I, when, because he's tried, he's helped you or, or whatever. And I'm not trying to get you in, in, involved in that, but how does that guy get out completely scot-free? Yeah. Like I said, like, I, you know what, with, with, with Spice, like I've got some problems with him. But because I never did anything to him, Mike and I, I, uh, I did some shit to Mike. I was wrong too, just like he was. So uh, I think everybody got into a spiral of score settling, and I think that it's gotten way out of control. Hmm. Yeah, and with you know, like fucking people's lives up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. This is what I've tried to explain to people because I've thought about. I want to write a book. Maybe maybe you'd write it with me. It's called Tampa. I want to write a book called Tampa Radio Wars, and go all the way back to the '80s because people do not understand how intense it gets here. Well, I mean, it's not like not New York, not LA. Nothing no, is like this. No, nothing. This is get suing each other, getting people arrested, uh, injuring firefighters, like all kinds of things. Yeah, I mean, just look at what's been thrown my way. Um, you know, from from. The hog deal, which you were. Oh my God! I mean, like I tell people that I tell people about the hog deal, and they don't believe me. I'm like, I got arrested. Tell them, Google for, it for the for the <laughs> bro, for the broadcasting. I wasn't even there for the broadcasting of a wild boar being killed by a professional hunter in the way that the state of Florida recognizes it, and I was put on trial for that. I mean, <clears throat> right? Like yeah. that's the biggest fuck job ever. And when you say trial, we went all the way to guilty, not guilty. <laughs> And so jury verdict, I I will tell you this and and some of the latest legal wranglings that I've had recently. One thing that always helps me that makes people think twice about necessarily going the distance with me is I'm for and this is not necessarily 
I'm proud of. But how many people, Hatley, and you travel around a lot of circles and know a lot of people. How many time people do you know have been on trial four times and are four and oh? Zero. I, I don't know anybody that's been on trial four times. Zero. That's unheard of. I've been like being a fat being ass. two and two would be a huge win. I'm four and zero, <laughs> but like what? What people get sued now? A lot of people get sued, but it very rarely does it go to trial. Yeah, but it's, it's always it's, settled. You're like Floyd Mayweather, though. People <laughs> want a shot at you, Bob, but people want to take you down. Oh my God, <laughs> the champ! It's just, uh, it's just unbelievable. So, Hatley, I know uh, p- people that are fucking with. I mean, I don't know. I know how bad people are. Some people are fucking with you and. And, uh, you know, and various things. And it's just, it sucks that everybody just wants to fucking cancel you out and, and get you canceled. Yeah. Like, huh. the, we've been dealing with cancel culture since before it was a thing. <laughs> yeah. How, how, we got canceled in 04 yeah. by Douglas Vanderlyn. Yes. How, how bad was Bubba back in the day? Because Bubba has, you know, talked about when you guys went to serious. I mean, he's, he's talked about on the air, like, what he paid all of you guys and everything. And I feel like even where Bubba's at now, I feel like he's always, like, taking care of me, even though when he pisses me off and stuff like that and I have to storm out of the studio. How bad was it back then that, that somebody on the staff or people would want to completely fuck his life over? Well, here's the thing. It's not. It, listen, Bubba was, at time was difficult to deal with, but every, uh, everybody uh, is, including admittedly, me. Admittedly. In, including me. I, I, I believe me, I have my times of being difficult to deal with. I'm not casting aspersions at anyone and saying that I'm perfect by all means. But here's what happens, Seth, is people get what Bubba calls is Bubba's word. I'm a star itis. And when they get this, they, they start believing their own hype and they start thinking that they deserve and they are bigger than the show. And that's what happened here. Um, we had this person that thought that he was bigger than the show. He was everything in the show because he had a group of people telling him that, how great he was. Mm. And he thought he was going to go, I'm going to saunter on over to the bone and have a great big fucking show. And it failed mm-hmm. miserably. So just And that was it. That's the problem is. Um, well, here, here's, here's, I don't know if anybody knows this, but here's how that all went down. And, the, and I. What about the show with Puddin, though? Well, hold we on. can't forget that. No, no, but hold on. <laughs> so, um, Real shitty. So hold on. He, he, he leaves, uh, Spice leaves me. And, and if you remember, Brent, I, I bought him a golden microphone. And it yep. was like, you know, like we were upset because we were leaving, losing our guy. This is like our kid, you know. And little did we know that he he did some stuff and had already circulated and tried to sell uh, the, the, the sex tape. You know, and what have you, but the bone was still standing beside him. Yep. You know, because whatever. And then he didn't actually get let go until after my deposition with in the Gawker Hogan deal. And I'm being deposed, and they start. I at that point, Hatley, if you remember when you told when we first discovered that the ta- that the tape was gone, we didn't know who did it. Nope. We we, we were scrambling. We didn't know, and and he wasn't a suspect. No, like we I, we we didn't. At first, at first, we thought it could have possibly been uh, Heather, your ex wife. Like and, that was the only thing that made sense. Did right, you did like, you know so, the tape existed, Brent? No, I didn't know the tape existed. Now, Brent, how long do you think that they were all talking about it? Like, I mean, I don't even know when they it, it was it was just it was broadcast in March of twelve. But I mean, I think it was long gone. It probably when we moved over. It did. That's when it was stolen. But that was that was that, that, was, that, that was, was only three months. Like they really they worked it hard though. Y- yep, because they went to Keith Davidson. They tried to get it sold. Nobody was that interested. Because let's be honest. I mean, 
to pay big money for a sex tape, the woman in the sex tape has to be famous, right? Not, not the guy. Well, but but you but by by the all means, is a little grainy well, too. But, but by all means, you certainly have to have consensual forms from them. You do. You have to have. Tw- it's a federal law. Twenty two fifty seven. Correct. And if you don't, that's a serious federal offense. Right. So first of all, there's there, there's multiple legal problems with what happened here. You got a twenty two fifty seven federal violation for not having everybody's consent and IDs on file. Number one. Number two, you're passing stolen property across state lines. That's another federal fucking offense. Like, and then three, you're gonna you're extorting Hulk Hogan. Like, you're looking at twenty five to life in federal penitentiary in the federal penitentiary if a prosecutor does their goddamn job. And so I'm sitting in. I'm it's uh, it's I think it's April of third. I don't know. I think it's 2013, and I'm being deposed now by Gawker. Yep. And they start saying, "Do you know uh, a guy named Mike Calta? And are you familiar with a man named Tony Burton?" And are you familiar with Matt Lloyd? They start asking me all these questions in depositions. And I remember during the break, I called up Tom Bean and I'm like, Tom, here's where it came from. They're at, you know, there's here. And so Tom had a meeting, you know, with Cox and just said, hey, I just want to let you know that, you know, here's here's the names that are being mentioned. And, you know, and what they do, they got rid of Spice Boy, then me. Yep. It's what they got rid of. Yep. Sure you know, did. just what sucks is, is that Hatley, you know. Calta's agent positioned me to to Cox as such a bad guy, and that I you, know, you can't have a guy that's part of a sex tape deal as your morning guy. What you? Little did they know, <laughs> little did they know that, that they you know it's just crazy. The whole thing's crazy. It's not something that I'm very proud of. And, but aren't you happy to be here but, with me right now? And then we got Brent on the podcast. I mean, it's all kind of working out, Spongeo. But, no, I'm I'm definitely <laughs> on the upper upward tra- trajectory, whatever the hell it's called. What's that, Hallie? I'm sorry. But what I wanted to say this too is about the people that give you a hard time about sexually what was going on. Fuck off. So I've had about enough of vanilla people with their puritanical 1950s fucking <laughs> sex life telling me what's going on. And these are the same fucking people that go support materially with money, the Catholic Church, who are raping children. I don't want to fucking hear And, it and here's the people. deal, man. You know what? Me, what me and my I'm wife. I'm a vanilla fucker. I have a van- I'm a vanilla fucker, and I have no problem with your lifestyle, Brent. Then I just want to co- let you know. Then, then, you're, so, then, then you're cool. Pe- and then people are like, oh, Bubba did his best friend dirty. You know, I let my best friend fuck my hot wife. Yeah. And my security system got it. I'm not the one that fucking distributed it. I'm I'm not the one that tried to sell it. I'm not the one that tried to exploit my friend. Right. I, I was in my in my world. This thing was never going to get out. It's, this was three consenting adults that uh, you know, like, it's, what's the big deal? And and I've got news for everybody in the swingers. This is a it was a swingers thing that you were doing. Let's yeah. be let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. In that in instance, the, in, it was. So in the swingers community, this kind of things goes on. All the fucking time. It's in like this, it's in the swingers of, community. Am I a am I a lore? No, that's a cuck. No, that's no, cuck. Well, not always. Okay, not always. It's that's what people call it. Sorry, but, Bubba. But <laughs> but, but I'm not but, like that's but, not what I'm into. But, but I guess it was that. But it wasn't because I wasn't there. But when you do when you do full swap and stuff like that, like part of the thing in the swingers lifestyle is you like watching your wife have sex. That's part of it. I videotaped uh, Brent having sex with one of our friends in Fort Myers. I was uh, laying underneath him while he had her bent over in the kitchen, and I have a videotape of him uh, wow. fucking her. Hell yeah. How <laughs> do we get that? Does, does that no, uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seth, Seth Lonely Ryobi said he's going to be giving a thousand bits uh, in a Hatley show today. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's what goes on in the lifestyle. And now that I'm really like into it, I'm like, there, none of this is a fucking big deal. Yeah, I mean, like none it, of it. They, they have made me, you know, you know, Brent. I am absolutely most hated public enemy. Like if you go up and ask the average guy at the fucking at the wing house, yeah, hey, what do you think about Bubba? They're going to say, man, he uh, let his best friend, he tried to do Hulk Hogan dirty by letting him fuck his wife and then taped it and, let, and released it. That's what the average guy I know. thinks. I know. And, and For real. I know. And now that everything's come out, it's come out that you're not the one that released but it. it really they still but say it, that. But it is, hasn't really come out because nobody w really reported that because it doesn't make, it's not favorable to me let me look like a, a victim. Right. Like, you know, Channel 13 goes... Well, you know, if we ran this story, make Bubba look a little better now. Oh, fuck that. Fuck him. <laughs> right. He's a shady, untrustworthy motherfucker. Right. Like, nobody's been fucked with in this town more than me. Yeah. And My lord. And nobody ever circles back around to give you, like, the Paul Harvey style the rest of the story. Oh, no, no. There's no rest <laughs> of the fucking story here. Like, Paul no. Harvey used to wrap it up for you and say, no, here's what happens. And you don't even get that. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the other thing, though, is... uh. Should take this and just turn it into some fucking great content. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> I mean, you're a great storyteller. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think that, you know, again, 95% of people don't know the real story. No. And when you know the real story, then it doesn't, it doesn't exonerate me from being, a, you know, doing something shady or, I guess, unethical in some people's standards. You'll be the Joe Exotic, I think, when the uh, when the real story comes out, Bubba. Oh, you know what? If I could be the Joe Exotic but not in prison, then we're fucking money. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be the, road, yeah, the roadside I zoom be, master. I want to be Joe Baskin because Carol Baskin, you know, benefited from this and she's free. Right. And Joe is, you know, incarcerated, obviously. But you're a lot more endearing than Joe Exotic, and you have a lot more positive qualities than Joe Exotic does. Like, you don't abuse animals, so well, let's start there. We've heard some, <laughs> we've heard some, th yes, we have heard some things, though, about how Joe Exotic would punish his employees, very similar to how Bubba would do it. <laughs> he, didn't he make, he made the, the, the person with one arm watch the attack, Bubba? What yeah. was the deal? I've never done that. I mean, it made the guys get in a shit shed one time or two, but I mean... <laughs> Shock their nuts here and there. <laughs> you didn't do any of that stuff to Brent, though, did you? No, Brent. I don't. I think, helped. I don't think Brent. I think Brent. Maybe. I think Brent. I got a paintball to the face he, he one got a, time. Oh well, my god! And he, I think he did. We did a liquid ass, and Hatley did very limited shit because he was like second in charge around there. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like you know, I swam swam across the lake out back, and Bubba shot me with a paintball. Oh. Uh, that might have been toward the latter years when we were having issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was right before um, I saw I saw you for the first time, and you came over to my apartment, and your eye was black. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck happened to you?" Well, I work for this fucking asshole. <laughs> he shot me in the fucking eye. She's like, "Get the fuck out of there." <laughs> Brent, I didn't know. Did I make you do that, or did you want to do it? Uh, no, I, I it was I fucked up in because uh, we had Deborah Norville on, right? And I said that she was from Inside Edition and she was from Extra. So oh, and you got me heat, yeah, because you had me all prepped. I'm like uh, yeah. Deborah Norville from Inside Edition or whatever. We, we had her on going back to her MSNBC days. She would come on, and the she show. dressed me down, did she not? Uh, the second time on MSNBC, but. Hey, what are you going to do? At least you were getting put on the on their shows. I uh, I found the Bob Costas tape. Remember that? Oh, that was awesome. Remember the Bob Costas tape? That was tape? awesome. <laughs> he was a motherfucker. He was. He's a great broadcaster, though. He really is. Oh, yeah, but uh, uh, he was using words I couldn't even understand. <laughs> little short doggy dog motherfucker. God, we had some good times when we used to go to New York. Remember oh, yeah. early on? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. And people still to this day, like when I talk to people in the swingers community, everybody knows who Akira is, obviously. And where I'm like, I tell the story about us finding her in the Hustler Club and yeah. bringing her in for a push shocking on Howard. Yeah, and we and we <laughs> didn't we shock her push the day before? Uh, it was the day we found her in the Hustler Club, and like you and I were like. 
Hey, let's gonna, offer her to Howard because yeah. Howard will get mad if we shocked her before. No, no, we hadn't even shocked her yet. We we met her at the because uh, we needed because we were going on Howard the next day. We knew we were going to shock Sal and Richard's balls, and you're like, we got to get some chicks in there. Howard will love chicks. So we called up our girl. Back when you could shock puss. Yeah, we called up our girl. And, Laney. Uh, uh, yeah, and she got us, remember, she got us into the Hustler Club. Yeah. And we went down there, and we hung out there until we, we saw Jess Wakefield, who we knew from Hartford, from our topless car wash. We saw her, and she brought over Akira, and we were like, you guys want to come on the Stern Show tomorrow? And they are like, yeah. We were like, we're going to shock your puss. They were like, yeah, we get to go on the Stern Show? Yeah, absolutely. What is shocking the puss? What, is that, what does that actually do? Is that a pleasurable thing? No. So, it's not. It's okay. So Bubba takes a dog shocker that's meant for a Rottweiler. Oh, it, my Yeah, big God. one. And he takes, like, a, Well, there's settings one through eight, so you know where I eight. put it. I fucking duct taped it on eight. Say it. And then, <laughs> and then, he, and then he takes the, uh, then he takes, like, the electrical fucking uh, mask, uh, not the, the duct tape, and yeah. he duct tapes it personally. Like, he was duct taping it personally to these women's Right on their snizzes. Right. Oh, my God. And then I remember, I remember when And they you, try to rip it off, and it fucking, you know, it's no, you, bad. You can't get it off. Bubba be like, if you try to rip it off, it's going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in there in the Stern studio, and Bubba, he, he opens up the fucking duct tape. You hear the... And Artie was like, this reminds me of like if I were in East Germany, and they were the Russians were questioning me. As soon as I... <laughs> As soon as I, I say the wrong answer. As soon as I heard that sound, I'd say, whatever you want to know. Yeah. <laughs> so then I duct tape uh, a full-blown, you know, Rottweiler uh, dog collar to her sniz, and then, then we just shock it, right, Brent? Yeah. And uh, we did that on the air, and then we took Akira with us to the uh, Howard Stern Film Festival. And she wore like a sheer bra and sheer panties and a sheer Remember, robe. She was, that was uh, it. Yeah, Howard was tore up on the deal. Remember? Howard was like, "Holy fuck!" This is before he was married, and he was tore the fuck up on it. Was he, he not? was like, "Oh my god!" I remember after we left. It was like an hour after we left the Stern Show during the news. He goes, "Anybody still thinking about the Asian chick?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Brent Hatley in on uh, Clem Cush fifteen, and Brent, I know a story that I don't know that anybody really knows, but remember when. Howard's birthday, and I had a different girl other than the other than Heather, in up in New York with me. Remember, Caitlin knows this story. I just told her. <laughs> I just told her this story last week. Yeah, <laughs> and so I had this. I had this one little crick that I was seeing a little bit before before my wife. Yep, and before Heather. But then you know I fell in love with Heather. But I still had this Jacksonville crick, and I took her to the Howard wedding. No, it was no, it was his birthday. I mean, the party. Howard birthday party. It was his birthday party. Robin in 06 threw a surprise birthday party for Howard. There was maybe a hundred people invited. Yeah, like so exclusive. Me and Hallie were in the mix, right? Yeah. Like we got invited because Robin liked both of us yeah. for whatever reason. Like it was her party. Yeah, like, Hallie was such a PR guy. He's like, first thing you're doing is gonna be real good friends with Robin. That's how fucking <laughs> things happen around here. <laughs> all right. So Hallie had me all fucking. I was so in. We were so in, weren't we, Hallie? Yeah, we were. And so Robin invited us to this party. It was like Stern staff, his family, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> And uh, I happen to have a different crick other than my fiance in town, right? <laughs> yes. So we go there, and Ronnie, the limo driver, is out there like throwing down with this chick on the dance floor, yeah. like dancing with her. Like Howard TV is so fucking happy there. Like we got and all this footage. She's so fucking hot. Yeah, she's. I mean, super hot. We got all this footage. Ronnie's dancing around, and uh, and Bubba's like, Brent, you got to go talk to Goodstein. I go, Brent. Goodstein's the executive emergency. producer. Brent, emergency, come here. Yes, Bubba. Brent. 
You've got to do whatever the fuck you need to do to get a hold of Goodstein to get all that tape scrubbed. <laughs> Bubba, that's, Bubba, that's going to be impossible. That's like they're building the whole segment around Ronnie finally gets a good-looking chick to dance. Hallie, I don't care what the fuck you got to do, Hallie. I swear to God, Brent, you got to get that fucking... I mean, Brent, throw yourself on a fucking bus. I don't give a fuck what you do. Get it done. So I had to go to Doug Goodstein. I'm like, and Doug Goodstein, executive producer, long time. He was the executive producer of the E Show. Yeah, right. Yeah, from, right. Like he'd been with Howard for many years. Right. Like, Slinging dick, Doug. Like, you yeah, know, like, you, like, know, you like, don't tell Doug to cut shit out. Big time TV producer. Right. I go to Doug. I'm like, God, I, you got to do me a favor. I explained the whole situation to Bubba's Doug. Ma- Bubba's marrying this one chick, but he brought this crick up for yeah. a last minute. Like, really. he gives a fuck about your bullshit. He doesn't. Yeah. Like, that's the but Hatley made it seem like it was cool. I mean, Hatley got it done. So then Doug's like, okay. You know what? No problem. I don't. I don't want to fuck somebody up like that. Yeah. So, so you know what? I've. I. So from that day, like I've had the ultimate respect for Doug. Oh Goodstein. yeah, he but, fucking manlawed me. I love that guy. Could Brent ever like go and have a good time anywhere? Did you always have to send him to do so? <laughs> you're talking. You're hyped up this big exclusive party, and now you're but, making uh, listen, the guy work. What Brent doesn't. What people don't realize is Brent was not only my executive producer, a co-host, but he, my best friend, but he was also my therapist and life coach too. <laughs> yeah, Brent. But, Listen, what the fuck am I going to do? I just got this letter from this lawyer who's suing me, and I don't know, Brent. <laughs> and then I would go over to Brent's house. I'd have to tell Heather, hey, I'm going over to Brent, Brent's house. Oh, it must be real serious if you guys are me. Oh, yeah, it is. It's real bad. I had to get this letter. Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever try to get Bubba to smoke weed back in the day? He oh, did all ev- the time. Ev- every day. Man. Bubba would have changed your life. I, well, I know. I know if I would have just been on the Hatley tip, you know, back when he was on the Hatley tip. Yeah, it was, uh, we were like, I was like, Bubba, you start smoking weed, you'll be cooler. Than- Shut up, Hatley, don't talk about the fucking dude. I'm already c- fucking cool, Hatley. Look at you, you fucker. And then- <laughs> everybody has to be like you, Hatley. I don't need that stuff to open my mind up. My mind's sharp, Hatley. <laughs> <laughs> and at first, he didn't even drink, and then he started, I'll have a sex on the beach. He started, that was the first drink he started drinking. Yeah, sex on the beach. Sex on the beach, I'll have a sex Hallie, on the beach. Hatley, do you remember, do you remember when we sent you, I, I, I hope Kate Land's not mad at me. But when we sent you and your wife to to the to the Hito place during Big Black Beautiful Girl Month, <laughs> I, I do, but I can't. I cannot talk about that. Uh-oh. Oh, because it was no, with your other wife. No All comment. Right. No okay, comment. Yeah. I cannot comment on anything. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. You know what I'm saying. But I will tell you on behalf of. <laughs> I said I sent some heat over here, Bubba. No, 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 uh, no, heat, no, 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 no. Just, Bubba uh, and I have the same divorce attorney. We know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Hattie, I, I think I can say I mean, this is. You can say not, whatever you want. You're not participating. I cannot comment. I, if I remember right, that Brent was like, I was like, hey, Brent, I'm going to send you to Hito. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to send you to Hito. It's all expense paid trip. All you got to do is just once you get back, tell me a bunch of stories that happened, okay? No problem. Well, I, I didn't mean to book him during Big Black Beautiful Girl Month, but that's when we booked him. And so. It's I, a whole month? It, it, yeah, I don't know, but Hatley was right in the mix of it. So I'm like, Hatley, he comes back. I'm like, Hatley, what happened? Nothing. What do you mean nothing, Hallie? I guess I mean, that place is supposedly wild. Nice rib, Bubba. You sent me during BBW week. <laughs> and there was nothing to be had. I was cooped up in my bedroom the entire time, scared to death. <laughs> have, you seen the pe- have you seen the kind of people those people travel with? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> that sucks. Me and my friend were scared as hell. I don't even know that we went outside. Were they interested in a little white boy like you? No. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting ready to be Councilman Hatley around here. I can't be doing this kind of stuff. Anyway, Brent now can participate in the conversation. Yes, yes, yes. So, Amanda, tell, I mean, uh, Caitlin, tell me about your movie here. Like, is it going to be ready? And now, is, are you just. It's gonna, out, right? Are, are you you put it out? There's two parts out right now. Yeah, so it's. Uh, I didn't mean to call you Amanda. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. Um, so, yeah, it's 
it's kind of long. So since it's only fans and I'm not like, you know, getting paid a hundred thousand dollars or something for this video, I'm just putting out kind of small clips. clips. Yeah. Clips. So we haven't actually even gotten to the fucking part. We've just gotten to the sucking part. So Friday oh. I'm gonna put out Whoa. actually getting to the fucking part. But um the this- guy I was with, people don't realize the guy that I was having sex with, people don't realize when Brent's standing there with a camera filming it, it makes you a little anxious. So I had sex with him as long as I could before he was like Okay, I think the camera's getting to me. <laughs> so uh, there will be more, and there is sex. There is now. Is, lots it, your, of is sex. it your first time that you've done this sort of deal, like where you've made like a movie of it? It's the first time we've made a movie and actually used it. So, like, I have some with Brent, of course, but uh, we haven't when? used them. Brent will not let me post them yet. Shit. I'm working. But on hold on, Hatley. Come on, Brent. Oh, like Hatley, I've seen your missile. It's respectful. Uh, yeah, seven and three eighths. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it, and it's respectful. What if the Saints win the Super Bowl? Can we get get that published? Yeah, Hallie hits New Orleans. So, (laughs) last time they did, we did a Bubba Palooza up in that motherfucker. And and we'll tell you about what we're doing for the Super Bowl too. But I can't wait. uh, But yeah, there's a picture. There's a video of us fucking on a sex. She's on a sex swing. Oh, so good. No, is it out? Is it available? No, 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 it's on my phone. I'm working (laughs) on uh, getting Brent to let me post it on OnlyFans. I got a feeling it'll be posted soon. Hadley has, <laughs> has been losing power daily, and and there you know there's video of her like uh, giving a good head job on there like this, and there's lots of nude pictures, pussy pictures. All now, that how stuff. does OnlyFans work? Is it do you go on there day? Is like do you have a set schedule or do you just pop on when you want to? I don't I I don't know. You can pop on whenever you want, but I've made it um, like that a I schedule. Do yeah, I do it Monday through Friday, and um, I usually do it before we go on our Twitch show because I'm all. I'm all made up and done already, so right. I just do that before. And it usually takes me like an hour. I have a whole setup. I can take my own pictures. And then I also get requests. Like, do people go private, too? Is that how it works? Kinda? Yeah. So I get requests for personal videos, uh, personal pictures. Dick ratings are the biggest requests that I get. Dick ratings? Yeah. People send me pictures of their dick, and they want me to rate it. Like, and like 1 through 10? I rate it 1 through 10, oh but God. I go into detail. Do you have a generous rating system? So, uh, I actually haven't gotten any really bad looking dicks. I haven't gone below a seven. Okay. So So I've actually enjoyed it. That dick's really guard up. Yeah. That scares me. It's crazy because I'm like. I bet you my dick might get below seven. I might be the first sub seven you had. What's the best way to, what's the best way to take a picture of a dick to make it look, you You know. You got to squeeze it. So then don't show your hand. So you can really squeeze, squeeze it. What? Uh, Yeah. You got to squeeze, squeeze the shit out of it. You do? And then crop it so your hand's out of the deal. Like the picture that Brett Favre uh, texted over to that old FSU bitch. You can see he's he's squeezing it way down low. Yeah, but you can see his fucking 72 uh, watch. His fucking Mac Davis watch. You can see his Mac Davis fucking watch. You got to get that all out of there. Yeah, his dick looked like it had been sacked 350 times, though. Yeah, his his dick didn't, you know, Brett Favre didn't have have a good dick. No, you know, he uh, did not. Oh, beat up dick. Yeah. Like, remember Greg Odin? That motherfucker. No, oh, my God. I was Stretch Armstrong. When did you see Greg Odin's dick? He, he, put, he, he put out a nude selfie. It was like yeah. a 12-incher. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Greg Odin, when he, I think he played for the Seattle Supersonics, whatever the fuck he did. Uh, I think it was a Trailblazer. Yeah, whatever Portland. it was. Remember, it was like through a white basketball set of shorts, and re- you could well, see like the yeah. remnants of a fucking helmet. Well, I remember him, but I just don't remember his his girthy dick. Yeah, well, he, well there's a new that he took like in a mirror, and it's fucking huge. I'll be yeah. searching that out today. Mm-hmm. If you do Greg Odin dick pic, I mean, it's it's all the rage. Caitlin, so uh, when they said they send you, they they pay you to rate their dick. Yes. So, and what I, I always request at least two pictures. Can I start rating pussies? 
Hey, I mean, I don't know if any women are up for that, but, you, you know, there's right. plenty of pictures of mine on OnlyFans. You're more than welcome to rate it. Yeah, but can I tell you something, Caitlin? Yes. I have a problem with looking at you and, like, like I almost feel like I'm being disrespectful to Hatley, like, if I look at the, like, the stuff. Oh, that's okay. I, I think he, he would take it as a compliment, maybe. Brent, w- do you have a problem with it if Bubba watched the stuff later? Not at all. Like, I, like, I just feel like I feel like it's bad. She's super fucking hot. Like, well, I, I know that she's hot as fuck. I, I've been telling you that from the minute I met her. Bubba, can saying. you can you watch the can you watch the video and we'll talk about it on the podcast next week? Oh my god! You know what? Wait till next because this Friday we're gonna put up. Are we gonna put up some of the fucking on Friday? Yeah, we're gonna actually so, put up the fucking. Wait till she puts up some of the fucking. Uh, Hallie just texts it over to me. Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to I'll have to show you the video of us on the, yeah, sex, on the not, sex swing. Oh yeah, after the show, you got to show him that. <laughs> you got to show him that. That's a good one. That's why I want to put it up. It looks good. <laughs> and that's the one where it was Brent and two other dudes, or this is oh sorry, Brent and me on oh, okay. the sex swing. Oh okay, I thought I was getting so, that confused with the with the other thing. Yeah. They got to sawhorse. Now Hatley, do they vanilla? Do they, when you go to these swinger things, yeah, do they know who you are? Yes, and when you go to Caliente, like there's. Four or five couples usually that come up to us that say, hey, hey. Brent, Caitlin, hey, what's up? We went to a party once. Nobody knew who you were. Everybody was like, there's oh, no yeah. way you're 49. They thought you were 38. So and all the girls were like on his cock. You're talking to about, the point where he was uncomfortable. So you're talking about we went to a house party one time and these, nobody really did know who we were, but uh, the women got a little crazy that night with me. Yeah. Like they, he was they, uncomfortable. <laughs> like women, like Brent was like, Caitlin, come here. Please save me. <laughs> like older women or just women? Yeah, they would say anywhere from... God, how old was the the one? The one chick was even younger than yeah. that. Yeah. Early thirties to mid to late forties. Yeah, yeah. And now, were, Brent, are some of the swingers intimidated because you know you're somewhat known? And and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean like you're known, and you know you have a lot of distri- you know distribution methods. And 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 you're Brent Hatley. Does that like sometimes make some of them kind of intimidated by you? Uh, we, I, th- it could, uh, but I think what they really get weirded out and intimidated by is like Caitlin's really hot and they think that she's going to be like a stuck up cunt and she's not she's like really fucking cool she's cool with everybody talks to everybody and hangs with everybody and she's there to fuck so <laughs> and so are you Hallie cuts right to the chase Hallie's like, hot <laughs> cool and she's here to fuck ladies yeah. and gentlemen Hallie, right out. Hallie walks in and he's like uh, he walks in the house party he's like give me a mic I got an announcement <laughs> to make we're here to fuck yeah <laughs> Well, so, you know, a lot of people, sometimes it takes a minute to get into having sex and stuff. And some of the women, they, they're there to have sex here and there. But, like, we're there to have sex. I walk in and, I'm, like, I usually get shit started. Yeah, she gets <laughs> she gets naked and gets, like, do I'm, it. I'm almost shit, always you, nude. You're the shit starter. You're yeah, the I'm almost, get, You're the one that gets things going. If I could walk out in public completely nude, I would. I hate fucking putting clothes on. It's like, I, like our swinger friends have a joke. They're like, Caitlin's allergic to clothes. Like, as soon as she comes in the house, she's completely naked. Yeah. Now, are, now are some women, people like a little bit freaked out by that? Yeah, so yeah, we've had a couple of women that were really uh, now. Were now, no names mentioned. Happy. No names mentioned. Uh, but like, who has been the hottest woman you've been with, Hatley? You know, no names mentioned. No, even maybe no cities. Even like, like with a what hot, do you want okay. to describe her? <laughs> okay, no, so, no, no. But no, like, no, how no. did how did it all go down? So we were at we were at Caliente. Okay, and, oh, and it yeah. was. Uh, it was Labor Day weekend, so Caliente was just fucking packed. And uh, this guy comes up to me. And he's like, "Hey, Brent." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, I'm a big Stern fan. I, I, I like Bubba. Uh, you know, he's a Tampa guy, forty years old, rugged dude." He's like, "Me and my girl here, like, um, could you guys just come and say hi or and say hello?" Caitlin was in the bathroom. She came back. I was like, "Hey, this guy over here, him and his girl wanted to stop by and said hi." And Caitlin's like, 
those two are fucking hot. Like, I don't know if you think that anything's going to go on with them. And I was like, let's, I was like, the guy said he's a fan. Let's go talk. Well, and the chick looked like she was in her 20s. Like, when I say hot, I mean, damn. She's, and I'm like, like they look so like you're trying to be a realist and say like you know we, we hey we consider ourselves hot but we don't be that level like yeah. that's some hot shit right there and I'm such a dick because the same shit that happens to me sometimes I do the same thing with women I'm like okay she looks super hot she's probably a bitch yeah so <laughs> so we go over there and this this chick she's 24 years old um, same height as Caitlyn. Huge uh, ass. Huge ass. Like, Tiny waist. Hats always like the big ass. Oh, my God. And Thicker she's than like, a $12 cheeseburger. Yes. Say. Yes. And she's what? Was she like half black and half Italian? Oh, now yeah. we have a half black yeah. deal, too. Yeah. Hot. So we, so me and this dude, we stood we stood Caitlin and this this chick up at the edge of the huge pool at Caliente and put their asses next to each other. The guy had an ass off. Had an ass off. Exactly. The guys were swimming over going, is this an ass contest? <laughs> Allie's over there MC in the eight mile ass fucking contest. <laughs> so the twenty four year old kicker. So that with, with hot mom on the front side. So that weekend we had one of the, the the condos with a bedroom there. So it started raining and these two came to our condo because we were all going to the party that night. So these two came over. We hooked up with them before going to the party. We went to the party and we hooked up with them after we. Now came fucking back. you talking you, fucking? Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Now, like when you're fucking, do you guys go to a different area when Caitlin's fucking, or you guys oh, just fuck shoulder never. to shoulder? Next to each other. Right next. Always. Almost always next to each other, but we're definitely within ten, arm, feet. ten feet. Really? Definitely. Yeah. Always. That, that's our, the, like, when you get a little intimidated, if the guy brings out a big thermos, he's like, holy shit. So we have a group of friends of ours that, that we go down to visit in Fort Myers, and one dude does have a big one. Like, like mine's the, the, uh, the, the three guys, mine's the middle you're, you're, of the three, but, no, but nobody's small. No, like I can say that. Thankfully, oh, <laughs> that's the hardest. That's the biggest problem. <laughs> Getting tinky winky. Yeah, yeah. You come across people who you're like, okay, are you ready to get hard? And it's the size of your thumb, and they're like, no, I am hard. And I'm, like, okay, well, uh, we're just going to end this right now. No need to waste each other's time. Size of a thumb, okay. That's yeah, not good. I, I'm not even kidding. Am I? Am I over? She's not talking about the full thumb. She's talking about the half of the thumb. <laughs> Like so you baby, can work like a baby's thumb. Yeah, you half. can work with like three or four inches. Then is that what you're saying? No, okay, I can't. Nah, she, she can't. She's a size queen. And yeah. also, it's <laughs> not just the size. It's it's actually. So I have a bone. We talked about this on Howard Stern. That kind of dips down. My gynecologist. She has a pussy me, bone. Yeah, like a lower, like a pelvic deal. Yeah. Oh, I've it, had two of those. One was in Milwaukee. Her name is Dee Dee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So right, Bubba? It's insane. It's like, it's, like the, it's like the pussy pelvic bone goes down like an extra inch. Yes, that's and, exactly and it what creates I have. some good friction on your missile. Yes. Finally, yeah. somebody yeah. knows what we're talking yeah, about. I, I had a girl in Milwaukee, motherfucker. Finally, she, yes, yes. God, so that's to... what I have, and you can't shove a tiny penis in there with that bone. I mean, no. you're literally trying but it to create some it. great friction on the missile. Fuck yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Hallie's just nutted right now, ladies oh and gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so excited that somebody knows what the fuck we're talking Hallie, about. Hallie, I do, buddy. Yes, you, yes. Know I'm, you know I'm the sex sensei. Yes. My friend, wax yes. on, wax off. Yes. I'm sure that you learned the two-fingered cul-de-sac technique from uh, our Natasha Terry. Terry yep. From, I, when I explained that on Howard's show, they thought, that we're oh, insane. this bullshit. And we were insane. I go, no, no. This the sex doctor, Doctor Natasha Terry, taught us how to finger bitches. Yep, she had a bus. Remember, she drove yes. up that big ass bus, and she came up and taught us on the air how she to. She gave do me a VHS tape. Remember? Yes, yes. And how we, to make girls squirt, and we all learned how to do it. They the were, two to, the two finger cul de sac uh, with a, a little uh, nickel like soft tissue piece. Remember, that's what she would say. Yes, spongy like a nickel. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. And she taught us how to finger girls and make them squirt. Yeah, right on the air. Right and there. She's a certified sexologist. 
Awesome. <laughs> it was we great. We need more of that on the podcast, Bubba. We need to get some certified sexologist on. Well, we got Hatley and his wife. Yeah, that's, that's true. I think, yeah, we're good. <laughs> She'll rate your cock, and 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 he'll and he'll show you how to finger. I mean, how? I mean, where else do you get that? Hey, Brent, it's the Sonny and Sheriff swinging, ladies and gentlemen. Did you ever, when you were working with Sirius a couple years ago, did you ever get a resume that I sent you? I mailed you something. I was trying to get the fuck out of the bone. I did. Did and, you? Okay. I did, and I passed it on to my boss. Yeah. No, I just wanted to make sure. I was just trying to go old school and just try to send it. I just wanted to make sure you got it. I Hatley, was trying. To, Hatley, I was trying anything I could. I will tell you this, Hatley. Um, as you've known, almost every person that's you know worked for me, uh, and, and especially the old school lineup. And Seth, I'm not just saying this because c- you're here right now, but Seth has been the best co-host I've ever had outside of you. And I just wish I would have had him, you know, so so like during the. the during some of the dream lineup deals, I wish I would have, you know, made some changes. But I was afraid to make changes, but he has been such a breath of fresh air. And it's refreshing to get a radio guy in here that didn't come from my world, so to speak, that right. came from somewhere else that had a different perspective. And it's just amazing uh, how good he has been. And I'm just so appreciative, Seth, of all that you do. It's great. I've always liked Seth from back in the day when he worked with Fisher. Thank Remember you. when we used to make fun of him and say, that, that's right, boy. That's right. That's, 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 that's right, Fish. <laughs> that's right, Fish. That's right. That's right, Fish. You remember when you guys came in, when you guys, like, right right before, I think when yes. you were on Sirius, and then they brought you guys on to 97X to, yes. like, pass the torch to us and that whole thing? Yeah. yeah. We, we were in there with you and Fisher. That yep. was cool. Yeah. I that think was Hallie great. was with me, too. I was. He was, was, yeah. I remember he was wearing an Angels jersey. Oh, he <laughs> loved to see Angels. Well, we got Joe Madden now. Still can't yeah, win. He, he still can't win, though. <laughs> They're gonna, All win. that money. They're going to win. Don't worry. This when? Season, this when? Se- this season was, doesn't count. How much money do you need to yeah. win a fucking game? I mean, hey, the you Rays guys got say, Anthony Rendon, hey, don't you? The, Ra- yeah. the Rays will and say, we, we can win with yeah. the fucking, co- you know, how much a cup of coffee costs in California. <laughs> exactly. That's exa- we had this exact conversation yesterday. Hatley, you know how he is about fucking sports. He's so, he's so close. <laughs> Hatley, just, well, he walked in, I think, before the podcast started. He's like, fucking Saints or Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. I was like, well, what, what about the Chiefs? Like, what about these other Saints? It's like. Like, Allie, I, what, are you, what are you hearing on the Urban Meyer goes to Jacksonville deal? Uh, that would be a terrible move for Jacksonville. Really? I think so. I, Urban Meyer does not have what it takes to coach pro football. You he, don't think like no. a Steve Spurrier kind of deal? Exactly. He is Urban Meyer's a bit of a tyrant, but he it, that shit works. It works. Johnny Rara's shit works in college, and right. it's not even working as well in college as it used to. Right, but it, but the pros. That ain't going to work for them. I feel like Jacksonville cleared house, though, and now they're going to have a very, very young team. So I feel like that could work in Urban's favor. We could at least have these guys for maybe a couple years before they get tired of his shit. And Urban's offense will not work in the pros. Now, are you, we heard that he was on Shaka Khan's uh, uh, um, yacht, yacht this weekend. <laughs> Because they're contemplating, you know, they're they're seeing if he's going to be the coach. But then, you know, who do you? They they were kind of locked in on taking the kid from Clemson. But if the kid from Ohio State has a big big night tonight, can you see where Urban would take the OSU guy? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Um, the kid from Clemson, I think, is a little more talented. Yeah. for pro for pro style, he's got a better flick. He does definitely has a strong arm, and he's just a strong kid. Because when 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 you got to shake off that rush in the pros, man, you got to be big and strong, right? Or get the ball out pretty fast. And he does all that very well. Um, so we'll we'll, we'll what, see. What's your prediction for the national championship game? I mean, you're a big sports guy. Mm. Oh, Bubba, fuck that. This this might not be out by the time the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about the Saints Bucks game? That's what we want to hear about. I think the I think the the well, bu- he's first of all full are- disclosure. Hatley absolutely loves the Saints more than almost as more than Kate Land almost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But, uh, would think- you love to swing with Taysom Hill and his wife? Oh, he would. Fuck yeah, he yeah. would in a minute. Taysom Hill's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I would swing with Taysom. Yeah. Hill. <laughs> Uh, 
I think the Saints are going to do to the Bucks what they've done the other two times. I don't think so. Hallie, I don't think so. Why I think not, it's Bubba? Gonna, I think it's going to be a. T- I think it's. I think it's a whole different Bucks team since the last time they played the Saints. And thirty-eight I, to three. I know. I know, Hatley. What, Jameis Winston ain't going to be eating W's in the fucking and, and, and like as cocky as he as he was. He doesn't even get to see the field. Jameis Winston's holding the clipboard over on the sideline. Notice when Breeze went down, they they, uh, they weren't looking for Jameis Winston to no, start. He won't. I, they're, they're like, saying, well, we're on the option with Taysom Hill. What about my Packers and the Rams? I think the Packers. I have the best chance to make it to the Super Bowl and win with the Saints as a 1A. Uh, there. Will it hurt if the Saints have to go to Lambeau? Big time. I mean, you know, they're, and they're a dome team. Big time, and plus Aaron Rodgers with playoff uh, experience. And well, lead, but and Drew Brees, I mean, it's not like, you know, you got some ass bucket over there. You got a guy no, that's true. won the Super Bowl as well. True, true. I, I just think Aaron Rodgers is playing so well right now. And uh, But the, th- the thing is, the Saints' defense is better than it's been in a lot, a lot, a lot of years. Did, this, did the Saints have Michael Thomas when they played the Bucs both times? I don't feel like they did. I don't but, think they did. The second time, I don't think they did. Yeah. The first time, because it was the first game of the year, I think they had him. I don't. He looked real good but, yesterday. But the problem, the problem that the that the Bucks have is in their secondary. Their secondary, they're, they're letting this kid from Old Dominion, Dominion come out there and throw on them. They, that's a problem. And number one, and then number two, uh, the Bucks' offensive line needs to to protect Brady because the Saints' defensive line will, gets after. Did it. you ever see the Brady f- footage that I had? Oh, you showed me of him and Dion. Oh my God, <laughs> Bubba, you showed everybody, and oh, then we weren't allowed to post it until yeah. you said fuck it. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, oh. we posted, it, and then Tom Brady made us take it down. Oh my God. <laughs> Like right that's after the we're going with. right after the practice, right after the practice, Bubba's yeah, like Dion's kid calls me and goes, "Hey, uh, you might want to take that down." Brady said, "No, uh, no, no, no deals." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh well, shit!" You see, he uh, he he fucking said sayonara to Manhattan and bought him a big mansion in Miami. Who did Brady in Miami? Yep. Why not over here? Because because <laughs> he'll probably go from here over to there. Yeah, when he retires, I'm sure that's where he's going to retire to. But he said he's he's out of Manhattan. Which just goes to show you that we're kind of jobber here. Like, I mean, big time wise, right? You got to be. Miami's where the big fucking shit is. That's, yeah, that's but why? But why? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, everybody goes down to Miami to jerk off to them, and they, they their party scene is pretentious. It's not fucking cool. I go, I go to Miami just to hang out in my in a hotel room and swim on the rooftop pool. I love Miami. I don't know if it's because I'm Jewish or what, but I feel very free down there. I feel like I could take my shirt off on South Beach and not get judged for my hairy back. Like there's a lot of I, there's something about Miami that feel that, that like I feel like I belong in Miami. It's hard to explain, but I don't get that feeling in like Tampa. It's, it's a, I'll tell you this, man. It's a hundred dollar bill to valet. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, just saying. I'm a West Coast of Florida guy. I like I like because Tampa and Fort Myers have been so good to us for so many years. Oh yeah. I mean, now, now, when you worked for Howard, how how many years did you work for Howard? Three, six. That long? Yep. From 2014 to 2020. For real? Yeah. How long of a commute did you have? Did you guys stay in the same place each time? I mean, did you guys stay all six years in the same place? No, we had three different apartments, but all in Jersey City. So we, um, our commute was about forty minutes door to door. Oh, that's long on a on a train, right? Yeah, two different trains. So huh? I, I'd take the path train into Midtown and then take the the main. Now train. are the trains always on time? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. None of them are on time. The government's running it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so like what like what time did you have to be at work? So I had to be there. 5.25 in the morning. Right. My first meeting was at 6.10. And then sometimes, sometimes, uh, when Howard would go into the studio about 6.20 or 6.30, depending if I had something that needed to, to be explained to him, uh, Coleman would call me in for that meeting, too. And then I would work he, with... Now, Howard started at 7, did he not? Yep. When did he move from 6 to 7? Uh, it was just after I got there. It was 2014... 
Uh, God, no, it might have been 2013. Now, in his new deal, is it the same hours, or do they scale him back anymore? I'm He's scaled back. He doesn't have to do the news anymore. But no, what do you mean news? They're not doing the news with Robin anymore. I didn't know that that was a mandatory deal. I just thought that was something he wanted to do. Yeah, well, it was the length of the show, and he and I hear, rumor has it, <laughs> word on the street is, so I've been told, he never has to come into the city again. I knew I knew that was probably the deal, and you know, to their credit, they've really refined his remoteness, so to speak. Like, yeah, they they really got it dialed in, even with guests. Yeah, they do, and that's. The, but here's the only thing that's kind of missing, and it adds an electricity to it. Is is like with Sal and Richard coming in. Yeah, with all of us guys there, the the sh- the, the craziness goes on, as you know, because Bob has been there. It's the the bullpen in Sal and Richard's right. office, all the inner turmoil yes. that you can immediately bring in and address. Yes, right. because because then Jason Kaplan sits there and they got him a microphone like Gary. Right, so, so they, they'll slate him up. So they slate him, and he just goes. Hey Howard, uh, 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 Brent and Mamet are fighting back here right. about Trump right now. They need to. They need and to. So come all right, in. I get those two buffoons in here. You know, all right, you two get in here right now. Now what's going on? And then it turns into and then you, a thing. And then you unravel it live as it's happening. Yeah, and right. that to me is my favorite part of your show and my favorite part of Howard's show is when the staff is in turmoil and you have to sort it does out. Does that is that does that make it awkward for an awkward working environment? Because, oh yeah, but yeah, because you have to work with these people off the air. <laughs> oh, yes. So we get first of all, Shuli. People didn't know this. Shuli worked for me, and so him and I. And we, what people don't realize is that Brent and Shuli. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not. Are very close, <laughs> like are. their boys, but they would work a lot of programs on the deal, <laughs> wouldn't you, Hallie? Yeah, and again, like we're brothers. Like he would get me mad, but then we shared an office, so we would go like Bubba's seen up there at Sirius XM. There's these glass offices where everybody can see you, so you can't. Fight or get crazy or do anything. Right. We'd have to go back there, and then I would have you to play nice. I go, hey, uh, ha- hey, have you called Underdog Lady? Can I get that tape? Because I got to edit it and send it up the line. <laughs> and you're right back to working together. It was so. like almost the Coyote and the Roadrunner, where they they didn't punch, yes. they punch out at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Well, they chase did. each other and go crazy all day and clunk each other with anvils, and then they would check out at the same time. What's that, Caitlin? I did have to talk him out of uh, physically fighting Shuli one day. <laughs> we were on a train to a concert, and I had to have like a 30-minute conversation with him. To calm him the fuck down? Yeah, and after that, he was fine. But honestly, he's like, no, I'm going to fight him. Like, I'm going to punch him in the face. Like, he was for real. And I had to talk him off the cliff. I've, so. had, to cal- I've had to calm him down a few times. <laughs> does, does, the smoking, does the smoking weed not calm you down enough, Brent? Well, sometimes well, we he, were on gets a train. Full, he gets full fucking hot sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Scots-Irish. I get really hot. So, uh, yeah. So you have that. And then, like, for instance, Mamet was really new when he got there. And him and I really got into it on the air. And we ended up becoming really good friends. Oh, really? Okay. Because um, him and I have very different political views. And we started having these really interesting political conversations. And uh, and we've become really good friends. So things like that happen. But we all fought with each other like brothers and sisters. And like, <laughs> and then and then it's, except for me, I, I didn't do this. Everybody else all fucks with Baba Booey. It's, oh, they do? <laughs> it, is, it is a race to see who can fuck the most with Baba Booey. So I was like, well, everybody else is doing it. I'm going to do something else. How about my boy Ronnie? I He's love the Ronnie. Best. Ronnie is the best. Ronnie the is best, the You know, the people best. don't realize that Ronnie is... is is a is a is a lot of the glue that keeps a lot of that together. Yeah, you know, like Ronnie does far more than people think. Did, did, yeah. did Ronnie ever get legit mad? Because I know he takes. Oh, a oh lot. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean like, Brent would know more than like, me. Like, like off the air, like for, fuck re- the, no, yeah. for real. Oh, he, yeah. and he'll hold a grudge like an old guy, won't he, Brent? He, will. he didn't talk to me for four months. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't until the Christmas party, and... <laughs> and he's so fucking funny, too. He didn't talk to me for four months, because Howard has a meeting with us, and he says, let me tell you, motherfucker, something right now. 
any of you do one of these stars of satellite radio shows, like a group oh, show yeah. together, you are all fucking. Anybody that does it is fired. Right. I'm just telling you that right now. I'm not waiting. I'm not. I'm, I'm just I'm letting tired you know. Tired of you guys watering my shit down. down. Yeah, right. you're embarrassing me. You're 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 yelling fucking Howard Stern. <laughs> it's and, like being on cameo, and, Bubba, and, and acting like a maniac. <laughs> and then so so I hear Ronnie one day, one morning. Ronnie's talking to Sal, loud as fuck, by the way. About how they're going to get around this and do a stars a satellite radio show, <laughs> so I'm sitting there taking taking notes on the other side of the partition. Me and Chris Wilding, I'm sitting there taking notes. I take notes and I email them to Gary. So Gary just sits on it until Ronnie has a segment in studio and he's feeling good. He's on the top of the mountain, and Gary's like, "Hey Howard, uh, Ronnie's been trying to um, do the stars a satellite radio behind your back," and Howard fucking flips out. Ronnie's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. He goes, well, somebody here heard you and took notes. And then I came in and just, it was an hour and a half. It roasted just, Ronnie. It roasting Ronnie. He was so fucking mad at me. Like, for real mad. I he I had never seen him that fucking mad. Well, he oh must have made some God. good money off that. Oh, my God. It wasn't until I hugged him at the Christmas party. And uh, he let it all go. Yeah, yeah. he loves me. So <laughs> when he titties, saw me, those, titty, those titties got him right down to right back down to zero. <laughs> titties will calm me down. <laughs> yeah, them, yep, them, them, never calm down, titties right there. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dan Diaco's fine. Brent probably went, Caitlin, get your ass over there. Give Ronnie a big tit hug <laughs> so I can get the heat off me. You know how to work, bitch. Can I get it over there? Rub him up nice. Oh, what was the? What was remember the, at my wedding, man, Hallie, when oh, he was trying God. to, he was fuck, he was fucking around the Texas hangman's girl. And, 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 and at your wedding, did you know that your wedding still to this day? Is a huge topic of conversation when Ronnie, like, so Bubba's there, everybody's standing around, everybody, old bags, kids, everything. Heather's parents, Heather's parents, my parents, your parents, like, I mean, guests, like, the media. Bubba's like, hey, thanks for everybody coming. I love you. Ronnie wrestles the mic away from Bubba. I, well, fucking physically like, wrestles like, like, I'm talking. You're like, and Bubba's like, well, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you, what's going on? Ronnie wrestles the mic away. Hey, everybody! Let's fuck some more! <laughs> oh, that was, was that drop from your wedding? Yes. Oh, th- well, he, he uses that drop a lot, oh, okay. but, he, but, that, but that's he his said, drop. But he said it at the wedding, and to this day, <laughs> I mean, Bubba, privately, privately, when Ronnie tries to lecture everybody, we're like, yeah. So the guy at Bubba's wedding that wrestled the mic away from him in <laughs> front of like people that are not meant to hear that and yelled, "Let's fuck some whores!" You're going to tell us how to behave, really? Hey, I found this clip from back in the day. You know, Howard thinks that we're like Howard legitimately thinks that we down here are insane, like we're a bunch oh, of yeah. fucking mm-hmm. sexual fucking just absolute crazies. He's not kidding about that. And, and so it, mm-hmm. I found this piece. Listen to this. And, and I I'm, wonder if, if Bubba's wife is as good in bed as I think she is. Let me tell you something right now, man. And I promise you, uh, my wife is such a freak in bed that it sometimes scares me. And when you say freak... Well, I was very... Pro- what is that called when you're, pro- you're a much of a prophet? You're, uh, prophetic? You're prophetic. I was very prophetic there, was oh, I Oh, yes. The like, did she do anything... Oh, the talk, the outfits, the, ro- the role-playing. I mean, like, she'll come one time walking in as a, a meter maid, or she'll come walking oh. in as Dorothy Ham- <laughs> Did you hear Howard? Oh. Hamill, uh, not, I mean, Dorothy. Uh, <laughs> Dor- Dorothy Hamill. She skates across the car. What? God, bitch, is a high spot. I know. You fuck face. <laughs> See, we have a, we she have ice a, skates into Bubba's bedroom. She, she actually came now in. Wait till you hear Howard. You know, you know real Howard from fake Howard. It, like as far as when he's genuinely laughing. Right. You can tell when he's genuinely laughing or if he genuinely thinks something hot, right? Yes, yes. About two weeks ago. Hi, and she, she, I'm Dorothy Hamlin. We, we have we are, our little Bianca dogs, a Yorkshire Terrier, which is the same right. thing as Toto. She came in a couple weeks ago with, with Bianca in a basket and red ruby slippers on. And, and oh, a, the poor dog had to witness. Now, now listen, listen to Howard's hotness here. 
this act? And I said, honey, come on, seriously. Oh, that's so hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he, that, loved, uh, he loves that. He oh, loves that. I know. I know. Yeah, it's... it's and now, God, man, I, I, I wish I would have gotten into this, like... Uh, Swinging a long time ago, like I. Do you remember that? Fa- do you do you have have you heard about that famous drop that I have? When I think swinging went awry with you and somebody else back in the day, and you go, "I will never ever do it again." Yeah, Manson, yeah. you're right. You're right, Manson. You you completely begged off of the whole deal. Remember? And <laughs> yes, yes, and you begged off of it too. Yeah, I did. And when Caitlin and I got together, because she had a previous boyfriend where she had a bad experience in swinging, right? So we got together and we're like, well, no way, we're fucking doing it. It was yeah. a bad experience. We're we both not, had bad experiences. We're, we're like, out, we're not we're doing out, this. We're out. And now it's like the greatest thing ever, and our, our marriage is fucking better than ever. I wish I could find it, Britt. You were so verklempt. You were so fucking I know. Up. You were so upset. You're like, Manson, you were right, and I was wrong, and I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. But what I didn't know then, which I do know now, what I did not know then, and I do know now, is you've got to have the right person, and you've got to do it for the right reasons. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to do it for, you know... You're, to enhance your marriage, not because you want to fuck every chick at the party. That's well, why you got to do it. To enhance your marriage, not to fuck everyone. Well, couldn't you do both? Yeah, you could. There's some... <laughs> you could. I'm just asking Hadley, there's some wiggle room to do both. Yeah, there's some guys that do fuck every chick at the party, and my wife, like, fucks a lot of the dudes at the party. Like, but I get into kind of a rhythm with two or three different women. Like, that's kind of what I like. Well, they're also all eyeing your cock, waiting for it to get hard. Like, I'm not kidding around... We the the house that we go to these chicks love Brent's dick so much. One of Brent, them isn't came, it nice to have a, like a desirable dick. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so the one I'm of the jealous. chicks came up to me because I never knew Hallie had such. Th- I didn't know he was bringing that. You kind never of utilized his nice dick his whole career. I Bubba. never knew Hallie had that kind of steam. Well, I kept. Uh, I got on his dick a few times and fucked him when he got hard to the point where one of the women there came. Pulled me aside and said, listen, the next time it gets hard, it's mine. <laughs> what like, the fuck? Yeah, they're watching, waiting. This one chick got up. Oh, he was Hattie. hard. He had just finished having sex with a woman. This one chick got up, starts walking over that way, but I was closer, and I was like, you got to be quicker, and I got on it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, <laughs> I swear to God, what about the it's other, awesome. What about the other dicks at the party? Do they feel they, lonely? No, they get every, they, they, yeah. everything gets serviced. They do, <laughs> but, like, they prefer his. One chick goes... I'm really, really wet right now. And so they're like, oh, you can have sex with this person or that person. She looks at Brent and goes, but I want that one. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> wow. who would ever thought? I know. It's, uh, I know. It's, I've been telling you amazing. since the first time I had sex with you how fucking awesome your dick is, and you wouldn't believe me. I but didn't think this podcasting was going to be a big put Brent dick over deal, but <laughs> I, I, know. I have no issues with it at all. Oh, shit. I didn't know that the last time we were in Fort Myers, well, the last two times that everybody was going to be obsessing over his dick, it took a lot of processing for a minute, to be honest. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> She's like, like this I'm one- kind of used to being the, uh, the, you know, the focal point here, and my husband's dick. Is. I know this one chick's like, I can't stop coming. I just, I, I, I just keep, and I'm like, can I have it back now? Because <laughs> whoever, it sounds who, really good. Whoever knew Hatley was such the cock? <laughs> you fucking stud. Oh, Not it's Hatley. It's 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 the so, greatest. So Hatley, what do you? What, <laughs> it's what, the greatest. What do you foresee? Like, I mean, we one we need to have you back on. Oh, for sure. Just because we have so much stuff to, uh, as as Seth would call it, unpack that we haven't unpacked. Uh-huh. But, like, what do you foresee you doing, you know, uh, you know, moving forward? Are you going to, you know, do, just keep doing content? Are you going to, yeah. are you going to, you know, what? I'm going to continue on. What if we'd hit the big time? Would you ever come back? Uh, well, Rumor has it that she said, I will not do mornings. Mornings <laughs> I, I suck. Just, I cannot get up in the morning I know, anymore, buddy. It's I'm done. 
Um, That's what I told Bubba when I left radio, and then he got me three months he got, later. He got, he got you. Yeah. He got you, but I like In a uh, perfect world, Hallie, I'd love to step away from regular radio and oh, just do Twitch and, oh my other, and my other distribution things and do like, I got to be honest with you, the best day part would probably be like 11 to 2. Yeah. Get it out, like a midday kind of deal yeah. and be done with it. And kind of what we do, uh, I kind of like doing it because I'm at 6 to 8 at night on Twitch. And I kind of like what we do because we're talking about sex and partying and uh, fucking the wild shit that goes on in, in, in St. Pete and everything, concerts is and all Saint that Pete, stuff. Is it, is it a uh, sexually you know, wild? Oh, yeah. So we're out one night. We're at, ring, <laughs> we're at ringside. This is recently. This is insane. We're at ringside and this six foot two black chick, hot, comes up. Like we were sitting there minding our own business. She comes up. Was that a swinger deal? Or is no, it no, no. Ringside Cafe. Yeah, Saint Ringside. Pete. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, she comes up and just starts making out with both of us and puts what? her and puts her hand right down my pants and starts jerking me. And then and tell, this is a regular regular chick, vanilla chick. And then tells us that I'm going home and fucking you guys tonight. I said, do we put like put off a vibe of uh, fuck us, please? Because she was like, you guys don't get an option. I'm taking you home tonight to your place and I'm fucking you. And I'm like. Okay. So we went around the corner to McDenton's and then picked up a guy for Caitlin and took took two vanilla people that they didn't know each other back to our apartment. So hold on. So you, so you met the six foot two yippee Yeah. And then... And, <laughs> How'd you find the guy? Yeah, like... Uh, like yeah. That wasn't hard. Well, that's, probably the, that's probably the easier way. <laughs> yeah, hang out with two chicks that they are looking like they're ready to fuck, and the guys the guys were fucking right. to us. We had a, she had a pick of which guy she wanted. He ditched his friend so he could fuck me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so now, so the movie you've that you made, Caitlin. Yes. That you've only played that just snippets of the oraling, so to speak, on OnlyFans, and you're gonna release more on on Friday, right? On Friday. Yeah. There's gonna probably I think it's like five minutes of just of uh me straight fucking him on top and I twerk my ass when I fuck. Now are you gonna put it on Pornhub and like you know, like some of those like red like what are what like I think Pornhub, X Hamster you know, I think you can put some of that stuff up there. You can, but they're cracking down on it. So uh, cracking down. You're not doing anything illegal. No, but it's it's weird. It's got to be verified, like right. Yep. It's got to be some oh, weird okay. shit. It's weird. And we um, I do really shit, well. Hallie, like you just can't get you know. I, I, my amateur stuff that I love is they they've, they've removed a lot of the videos. I love the amateur it's stuff. It's the best. The and you best. can tell, like, an amateur compared to like an amateur that really was done pro job. Right. Like, to- if you know what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. You know, if I get Stripod Willie on the dresser, and that's it. Well, that's really an amateur job. What are the key words to type in if we really want the amateur amateur? Is it you Tripod want, Willie? You want am- you want amateur <laughs> wife sharing. Okay. Is, is the, is, yeah, is and then you, if you look at it, it, just in the amateur world, you can tell whether it's, like, if it's got edits and all that kind of thing, then yep. it's obviously it's been done from, like, a studio that's trying to cash in on the amateur shit. Yep. I got to say, like, uh, I'm not, I'm very vanilla, as they describe it, but I feel like Brent's a gentleman. I would let him fuck my woman if I was into that. <laughs> get, get, I'm getting that vibe, so... <laughs> That's got to be a compliment, right? Thank you. We're all very respectful yes. people. We're all very nice. It's now, obvious. Hallie, is there ever a time in, like when you're swinging when you may not get the wife? Uh, there is there is those times. And, um, it's because I say no. Yeah. It's not because she doesn't want Brett. Like, the last part Why would, we now, were, under what instance would you say oh, no Oh, you got to explain okay. this. Okay. So, so, like, if I'm Hallie, I might get heat on that deal. But, like, listen, I, I got, I had some pussy lined up, Kate Land. So, <laughs> we're all, like, we're all baked. We're having a good time. We're just chilling. We're in this pool that's kind of like a really big hot tub, actually. Everybody's naked. Everybody's nude. So, this chick's in there. Her husband's fucking awesome. Ex-Marine, like, Brent. Uh, real cool guy. And the same stuff. Bu- Bubba fan. Bubba fan. <laughs> all right, yeah, so he's, he's cool. So, he's right badass. In. We like him. We're already, like, we hadn't met his wife, but we were already setting up and making plans for them to come visit us in St. Pete. Well, then I meet his wife. 
and she is shit face drunk. And, and nothing's she, worse than dealing with a drunk. Uh, especially when you're high. Right. So Because you got all the time and patience in the world, and they have none. She is obnoxious. She is just ta- like, I'm this real estate agent. I'm the best. I, I mean, she, and she is loud and just so obnoxious. And so Brent really thought her husband was cool, so he was trying to be nice to her. So I uh, do this light little pinch on him to get his attention. Not to hurt him, just to know that I need his attention. And I said to him, Nope, I do not give you permission to fuck her. You are not allowed. He goes, thank you so much. I was like, I don't want to have to listen to her ass while you're fucking her. That's my only reason for not wanting you to fuck her, because I don't want to be in the same room as her. And, hear and her we don't yapping. have sex alone. And hear her yapping. It was annoying. Yeah. And it was annoying. There was three other chicks there who were like jonesing for his dick. He, so I was like, well, fuck this chick. And and I never knew Hallie has such a desirable mm-hmm. dick, but that's, that's what this story, this whole, this whole show it's should insane. be. This podca- who knew? This podcast was developed to show you uh, all the mistakes you've made over the years, Bubba. You didn't realize that Coco was so funny. You should have given him more real estate. Yep. You didn't realize that Brent had a cock that you probably could have profited <laughs> off of. I mean, I, way, way to accentuate the things I fucked up on, how I mishandled Hallie and Coco. And, and the, should I, uh, go ahead, Hallie. I'll give you credit on this. This too, you know what the best uh, uh, hardware that you have at these uh, swingers deals is some Cialis. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Take a take a couple of those. I got the, I got the setup. Do you, oh, do you? Well, yeah. You take a couple no, of Cialis. Yeah. You throw in a fucking Adderall. You throw in a, <coughs> an ecstasy. <laughs> throw in an what? Ad, you throw in an edible. Wait, have you ever tried fucking... having sex on Adderall? I haven't, no, but I know Bubba. Okay, that's why you suggested an no, Adderall. No, 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 no. B- B- Bubba's big setup, I think, includes some Adderall. No, not really. <laughs> she, had a, she had a guy uh, but edibles soft are good to noodle fuck willy on. on Adderall. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's why. I was like, mm, I wouldn't suggest Adderall unless you know for sure that you can have sex He on blamed it. it on the Adderall? Do you think it was? I don't know. I don't think Adderall gives you, I think it gives you, I don't think it, I don't think it, will, it soft noodles you up at all. How much work will you put into- You guys Adderall a bad name. How much work <laughs> will you put into getting a guy hard before you're just like, this isn't happening? If you guys are swinging. That's a good question. My okay, if it's swinging and it's not Brent, then um I don't I don't mess with it until it's hard. Oh, okay. All right. I like so that. So, as soon as like as soon She's as got I a hard rider. She's got a hardness rider. Cuz when I'm ready, I'm ready. Like I'm going to sit on it. So, uh I'm not trying to play. Now, there's times where I'm not looking to fuck right then and there. So, I'll play with it, but I'm not actually looking to have sex and if it gets hard, great. To me, uh okay. Caitlin, you don't seem like much of the foreplay kind of deal. You're like all <laughs> no. about like, you know, let me let me get this. She's into hardcore poundings. <laughs> yeah, I, was, that, I need that as a liner immediately. <laughs> all my Hatley, all my Hatley shit. I was more into. I actually uh, got into fucking before I got into fingering myself. I didn't start fingering myself till like late college. Yeah, thank God, podcasting is still the Wild West. This is quite crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> oh yes, it's just where we wanted it to be. Yeah, it, it's it, it, it. The Hatley might be a. Uh, might be a two-part series, don't you think? It could be. Is Maybe this, a three-part. Is deal. this what you guys are doing on Twitch? You guys are talking about this kind of stuff because I, I got to start watching more. We, we are, and you have to in, to on, an extent. To an extent, on Twitch, you got to kind of. You know what? You got to use your Bubba Carney. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she says my Diz, like <laughs> right. those deals. Uh, and you've got to. You can't dwell on it too long on Twitch. You've got yeah, to. You got to like in and out. You got to kind of in You're and like, out. Oh, it. and they like if you stop it. Be like, oh, okay, Caitlin. So let's go to the next deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's 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 weird. And you, then can, we'll, you can let her get it in a little bit, but then you got to kind of reel her in. I got to think that you do a lot of that. Hatley, yeah. She she's a she, <laughs> she's, she's a handful. Loves, Hatley. She reels me in too. Like uh, on the air, she keeps me from getting hot about. It. She's like, uh, calm down. Quit. Oh, I saw her calm you down one time. She's like, stop. You got good stuff to get to. Stop with these people. <laughs> yeah, you get wound the fuck up. <laughs> hey, I, James, I know. I know that Hatley triggers do you really hate michael rapaport i do ah! okay I, I do he is one of, there's there's two people i had him on the studio one in the studio one time oh my god if you have him again you gotta let me show up 
He talked about wanting me to be raped. I, oh, you know what oh, I wanna, see, that's not cool. You know what I want to do? I want you to have him on the show, and I want to walk through this back door back here. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then, sit, and then I want to say, Bubba, set up the, the set up the Bubba gun. Because you know what, Howard, uh, and Howard was dead serious. I was like, we can, we can set up a fight. Howard's like, we'll put it at Madison Square Gardens. I'll sell tickets. We'll sell it out. I was like, done. Let's do it. He's fucking six foot three. Back down. Yeah, he's a big boy. But he's like a pussy. I, I wouldn't but know why. He, but I wouldn't know why he would back down. Because he's a solid pussy. Here's here's what. Here, <laughs> he's getting all wronged up. <laughs> here's Michael Rappaport's deal. He is used to his whole life. He's an Upper West Side rich kid. He's used to his whole life being able to be tall and loud and intimidate people. But what he's not used to is somebody going, "Oh yeah, well fuck you." I told him at serious one time. Like he's been, he's been like he's been able to uh, to back people down. Yeah, by being loud and tall, because that's his. One, he's a one trick pony. He just I yelled. think he started talking shit about you, and I stuck up for you immediately. Yeah, he's a, he and he's a pussy. And the and the th- here's the thing testimony. But I will say this: in Hollywood, historically, historically, it's not always the case. Historically, where there's smoke. There's fire, whether it's uh, Bill Cosby. I don't know what he's talking about here. Yeah, see, he, he rambles, and that's the thing that, that Howard really loved that I did because he gets on the air and rambles. I would uh, cut him off and interrupt him. He's like, don't interrupt me, and Howard's like, you're not getting to a point. Like, well, at late some point. Tonight and tomorrow, yes. you can get tickets. I've ever said a bad word about Brent. I would hire Brent back. There you go. Uh, Look, at you that, know, Look at that, Brent. Look at that, Brent. Look at that. It's all right. That's how I've always been. Hold on. Hi, buddy. Uh, uh, but also, we, we started a little late, so I don't want to blame anybody. Um, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time, Bubba. He's lying. Lying. I don't think he knows who I am. <laughs> and, Completely uh, lying. Um, you know, I, and I wish you nothing but, uh, uh, you know, the luck with all of it. And I don't want Brent, for this to get back to Brent and think that I've ever said a bad word about Brent, I would hire Brent back. If, well, why uh, would you do that? Uh, because Brent, for me, Brent's good. Brent's good for me. See, Brent, look at that. You didn't yeah. even know I said that, did no, you? No, I did He's not. trying to talk shit about you. Look. Well, then then that would be good. But, I mean, I just, <laughs> I, I, uh, you, I. Could you and Brent ever make up? I have no pro- like Brent is like hey, and, and Brent. Guess what? I'm not like trying to throw you a curveball or nothing like. Oh no, I, go no, ahead. Because like, you know I'm not here to fuck. I'm not here to ambush you. No, buddy. no, and I'll, I'll <clears> tell you exactly how this, I feel. All right, so I, I absolutely like this is all. It's all show for me. You know the funny thing is watching you talk. Right, I'm thinking because I know Brent. So I'm thinking you and Brent. I could see you guys hanging out. Yeah. Nah, that I wouldn't. I before the beef. I would. See, Brent, we were giving you like the benefit of the doubt, thinking that you know that. You, but I was working. Well, yeah, exactly. Never want to hang out with uh, Brent, and and I, I don't. You have more in common with Brent than you think. He's a huge sports guy, very yeah. knowledgeable on sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have no. Pr- and Brent, Brent, we're kind of backing him down with Brent this year. Yeah. I don't think he really likes it too much. <laughs> he doesn't. <Brent. laughs> yeah. He doesn't. And Brent, you didn't even know about this interview. Like no. I didn't say, "Hey, Brent, I'm going to have Michael Rappaport on. I'm going to really stick up for you." Like I didn't say. No, any not shit. not at all. I think this might be the first time you've been hearing this, right? Yeah. Get high. Yeah, I'm not really. I smoke a little weed. He does. He, he smokes he, a lot. He does. Yeah. He smokes. And I think you guys would get along. I, I have mean, no problem. Like, there's. I have no problem. He. I was right. He was wrong. I said shut down the swinging. He didn't want to do it. Now he's had to shut it down. What? None of that's true. I, I mean, uh, none of that. He was shut down in 2011, and he didn't learn. Uh, Brent, gonna, now, let me ask you a question. Oh, Brent, now, so this is this infamous, this infamous, um, uh, one-liner that I have from you. Uh, you now have a new girlfriend, right? That's correct. Right. Now, are is now, Brent, have you heard this before? No, I haven't. Go, Go ahead. ahead. All right, have you settled? And we're talking about Kateland. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're talking about Kateland. So we're off the Michael Rappaport audio now? No, no, no. This, <laughs> this was in the this was within oh, okay. the Michael. This is within the Michael Rappaport deal. Okay. Question: You knew you now have a new girlfriend, right? That's correct. Right. Now, are is are have you settled down your swinging ways? Never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on, listen, listen. <laughs> Do you know what I call him? 
What? Button Dick Brent. What? Yeah. Well, we don't. I don't know about his penis. And that's you know. what, that's my nickname for him. I uh, Button Dick Brent. Yeah. So stupid. Well, <laughs> projecting <laughs> much? Yeah, projecting so stupid. Like, and, and, funny. And, he, and he's the only one laughing at this deal. Like we're not. Like we're not. Oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> now Michael. we've learned about his cock. Yeah, <laughs> and his well, life is Michael. Busted. Listen, next book up, <laughs> book up, book up, another gig. Couple I'll be gigs back down here. Yep. I, so that was our Brent Hatley. There you go. go. I mean, uh, he called you Button Dick. Well, I think it was actually. So lame. I, I think we. I think we kind of just backed him down with our initial support. That he kind of is a smart guy. He's like, okay, I'm not going to really, you know. Because we were ready to fucking fight him over you. We're, uh, like, yeah. we're not talking about. I could tell him, how right? hot you were, Bubba. I was really right at the end of the interview. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm telling you right now. You would fight him. I'm taking the charge if I see him. <laughs> 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 I hate. There's two people in this world that I hate in this whole world. In this whole world, one is Michael Rappaport, and two is Todd Schnitt. Oh, you're under a citizen's arrest for grand theft auto on the ground, big boy. Can you believe that they've uh, given him a, a terrestrial deal? Fucking believable. You know, Hatley. I went to. Uh, I, I they won't ninety eight rock ninety eight seven. They're like they won't touch me. You know, they, I'm like on the kid touching list. Like, like I've been put. I've been like blackballed. You got who's that? She's going to pee. Oh, okay, it's been a two hour podcast, but sometimes you got to pee. Yeah, you know? you're right. You got to make urine. But you know, Hatley, like they they like laugh at me. Like with regard, like when I'm trying to get back on the air, whatever they laugh at me, and and they don't even realize I would come in the very first book and be number one. You would, and number one, and Todd Schnitt on a personal level is one of the most toxic human beings on the fucking planet. And let's talk about how bad he failed in New York when he tried to do a show on WOR there. Oh, is that why he came back? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went there with Lynn Berman, and I've heard from people because it was with iHeart there, and I there's lots of people at iHeart that I know in New York. And everybody at that building fucking hated him. Hated him. And, and uh, the show was terrible. They, they called it Upper East Side Radio because that's the only people that listened to that. Yeah, well, I mean, they threw him out. And then, you know, I guess he went back to his little network deal. And I don't understand. I don't either. I don't get it. I, I'm with you. I, you know, but radio, a- but radio is in such a bad state right now. Yep. They've ran off all the talent. Yep. And, you know, they. But there's always room for Milton Fledge Cow on the radio, isn't there? Yeah, Bubba? there is. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> you know what's going on, Bubba? They've run everybody off, and the executives and program directors in charge are, are all so, scared. They're so. Exactly. They're all they're scared. so scared of losing their jobs that they don't understand that great content will win every time. And if you don't do great t- content, you're going to lose your job or you're going to have a beige bullshit radio and they're And they're so afraid of one person that has a Twitter account to offend somebody and, you know, get you to get your, uh, you know, your... You're whatever canceled. You I'm know. so sick of the Twitter mob and the cancel culture, which uh, we, we've been dealing with since before it was a thing. Well, you know, you weren't with me, but a couple of years ago, I, th- this group out of New York paid interns to listen to every tape then that Tucker Carlson was on the show. Uh, you know, I talked from, to Tucker about this when this came out. And, you know, Tucker can't come on my show because of that. They almost got him, you know, they almost got him thrown off. They did. And I, you know what I learned from Tucker in that whole episode? He's not mad at me, is he? He is definitely not mad at you. Because uh, I called him. Um, right. To make sure he was okay. Because you were the guy that kept me in, like, you're the, you were our, you were my Tucker liaison. Yeah. I like, called you him. and Tucker were close. Yeah. And I still, I texted with him the other day. And when actually. you talk, and when you talk to him, what do he say? He said he's not mad at us. He said these fucking people are insane. And they want to uh, silence him, and this is what they're going to do to try to silence him and fuck them. And what I learned from him, and everybody take note, when any of this happens, 
Because I've got, you know, there's people that dig up my old tapes and your old tapes, just like they did here. Oh, yeah. We were doing a comedy show. Fuck you. That's all you have to say. Oh, yeah. Never I mean, apologize. Because as soon as you apologize, then they jump on you with both fucking feet. Yeah. When you tell them, go f- look, at, look at Tucker. He's riding high because he told them, go fuck yourself. Well, look at Howard. They tried to get him with, uh, you know, his New Year's Eve special when he was using yes, the N-bomb. And yes. that was in character. Yep. He was doing a bit. I, I don't understand how they, I was worried, man. They had really highly organized and, and you know, they, and just in the, in, the, in the environment that we live yep. in. It's just, I'm glad Sirius stuck by him. Me too. And, I, and that's the thing. As soon as you apologize, you're done. What happened to Jason Ellis? That I don't know. I've uh, I've DM'd with him a couple of times, and I'm supposed to catch up with him and find out. Will you tell him I said hi? I will. They just blew him out like all of a sudden. Like it, it, nobody. You saw think that he'd want to be on my podcast? I think so. Absolutely. Seth, would that be okay to get, yeah. get Jason on here? Of course. We had we had Coco on here uh, <laughs> oh, last he's week, nuts. and he is fucking insane. And and Seth mm-hmm. was right. Remember, remember, Hatley, Coco came to me as like, I think I need some more mic time. And we just didn't have, you know, back then we just didn't, we had such a solid lineup that there was no crack in the lineup, you yeah. know, right? And when he would come on, like, remember when you put him on the torture rack and you had the girls like putting lighters on his balls and the shit he was saying, how funny that He's was? so fucking funny. And I, and I even told Seth, arguably, you know, admittedly, admittedly, I, we've, I, we've over the years stole so many Coco stuffs. Have we not? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. It's and now Coco has to go be a fucking lumberjack in Maine because you I ruined told his him radio not to career. Go. I told him not to go. I said, we'll get you in a Coke. We'll, <laughs> we'll get, get you in. Like $11 an hour. We'll, we'll get, get you in. We'll get you in here somehow. Maybe we'll get Hallie back in the mix, he, too. Yeah, he loves Maine. He does love Maine. But, you know, I was... It's too uh, cold for me. I, I don't know that... Uh, you know, we didn't have an opening, but, man, it would have been a great dynamic to have him on, too, was it not? But I don't yeah. know if Coco was mature enough to, to be in there. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like you the, know, he had a real big anger issue back he, in the day. He did, but God, when you got him, I used to you know even growing up, I would get him pissed off just for oh. my own entertainment, and because it's hilarious. Oh, like, he's so fucking crazy. Caitlin will tell you, I just I just needle him all fucking. Who do you day. take in a fight between a shoot fight between him and Craig DeBold? Oh my God, oh. that's hard even, to say. Even Caitlin's like, oh, oh that's hard to say. <laughs> like, oh, I know, because Craig DeBulldog is pound for pound the meanest motherfucker I know. Yeah, what Craig. Of them. Craig is rugged. And then we have another friend, Crooked Dick Billy, Billy, who's a Golden Glove boxer. Like, our whole group is a. I'm the least aggressive person in the group. Oh, that. And that's. That's. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, Crooked Dick Billy was trying to get involved in like a threesome, and Coco kicked him out, I think. Yeah, well, me me and Coco were involved in some threesome. He's in the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was not not even a threesome. I was there. We had like probably. I know seven guys I, and like five. T Quest was there. I know, but what I'm saying is, I don't think we needed Crooked Dick Billy in the jacuzzi <laughs> no, at no, the particular no, time. No, no, no. And Coco said that he fucking had to physically get out and and get Crooked Dick Billy, uh, Crooked Dick Billy down the path. He did. And crooked it, Dick Billy brought this big, uh, this crooked missile to the party, <laughs> and, and we didn't want him. We didn't want him there with his crookedness. <laughs> So yeah, man, we had some great times at my old house, did oh, we not? Oh my god! Oh man, would Brent ever go upstairs? Brent, remember the remember the <laughs> oh, yeah. remember the cough girls? Insane. And and we would have them. And Brent, Brent would always insane. schedule them to be uh, on the show before my Super Bowl party, and then Brent would just have their handlers bring them to my Super Bowl party. Oh, it was insane. And they would just, they literally took care of everybody. Like, you, everybody didn't leave without getting something from them. Right. And that I'm not talking awesome. about crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, everybody would get relief when they would. Oh, they would. Yeah. Everybody got their stem hooked. Everybody oh, got, yes. that's what Coco called it, their stem hooked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. 
Uh, anyway, uh, Hatley, God, we got to bring you back because we didn't. Anytime. I mean, we didn't even talk about stuff. We didn't even talk about and, and stuff. Oh, we got lots. To so, Hatley, where can people find you? Let's let's make sure everybody knows where they can find you. I mean, I know you got your Twitch channel. So on, tw- you just find me on Twitch. It's Brent Hatley at Brent Hatley on Twitch, and we're six to eight p.m. every night. And then I pop up randomly and play some video games and talk to people. And then Caitlin, you can now you didn't say it right. What's that? Caitland. Caitland. <laughs> You can get her. It's CaitlinHatley.com. It's K-A-T-E-L-Y-N-H-A-T-L-E-Y.com. Or you can just go to OnlyFans and search Caitlin Hatley. And so, I, so if I go to OnlyFans and type in Caitlin Hatley, then boom, right there she boom, is. Boom, there she is. Kicked out wide. Oh, lots <laughs> of kicked out wide. Grab, what was it? Grab, grab each big, grab each toe and reach for, for the reach for the sky. Yeah, grab grab each big toe and reach for the sky. <laughs> Fuck yeah, is yeah. what Hatley used to say. Oh yeah, Jesus. grab <laughs> each big toe and reach for the sky. <laughs> There's over a hundred uh, posts. I think I might be at like 150 posts on OnlyFans that, videos, pictures. That's a lot of stuff to whack off to. Yeah, it's overwhelming almost. Yeah. What are you from New York? All of a sudden, Caitlin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man. Sure. Living up there too long, and Hatley, I started I, getting some of the accent a little bit. Hatley, remember when we took Tizzy to the to Lambeau Field? That was awesome. Was that not one of the? And when and we were getting off the elevator, and there was Mike McCarthy, and Brent goes, "Mike, I, I know you from the from the New Orleans Saints, buddy." You are, <laughs> <laughs> Hatley, do you remember? Yes, I accosted Mike you McCarthy. Start, <laughs> you start going through his resume, and he's just trying to what, get before a, he's going to play. Before he's going to coach. No, Hatley, just like, oh, it was a tour. Oh, it was a tour. It was week up. We were doing a tour, but. He's oh, okay. like around the facility. We ran right into Mike McCarthy. And Hallie goes, Mike McCarthy, I know you from the Saints. Blah, 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 blah. He goes, uh, nice to meet you, gentlemen. That <laughs> <laughs> was like, you accosted Mike McCarthy. Uh, that was that not such a cool experience. It was the best. And we we got to go down the field at Lambeau Field. That yeah. was amazing. And, and then we had a gig across the street, remember? Oh. That, no, that was when we took the girls up there. Remember, remember the... the so, we so went up there twice. twice. Yeah. So we did the last season of Brett Favre and the first season of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We and once see, with the girls and once with uh, with Tizzy. And the hangman. And the Texas hangman. <laughs> we got we got to see fucking Brett Favre warming up on the field at, at Lambeau Field, which was amazing. Oh, yeah, it was cool. That was really fucking cool. Anyway, Hatley, um, I know that you and I are getting ready to do something in about a month. That's going to be exciting. Oh. What do, you, do you think that that's got a chance to do something? Oh, no, yes. No, like, don't blow smoke no, up no, my no, like, Don't give me the Hatley. No, I'm not. I, uh, Caitlin will tell you. I've talked to her. Who? Caitlin. you got to say it right if you're going to do it. <laughs> Caitlin will tell you. I've talked to her uh, a lot about how good I think it is because it's so, as to use my uh, old boss and your old boss, Jeremy Coleman's term, it's meaty. Uh, it is meaty. Yes, it is meaty, and there's a lot to sink your teeth in. Brand Hadley. This is called Do the Hatley. Wow. And then we were talking about Brent. But the last thing we're going to talk about is how bad you got fucked over when you were going to do your fight, and you were supposed to get fight this guy that was equal in you or yeah. close. Yeah, five eleven, one eighty five. And they throw this guy that was a Division one linebacker for IU, <laughs> six three, you know, two fourteen. And oh my God, it wasn't yes. good. He started all four years at Indiana. So and didn't, that he, didn't you say the minute that he connected, you were instantly saw stars? Yeah, You're like, just absolutely <laughs> fucking saw stars. Yeah, and then he and then he knocked me out with a shin kick to the head. <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember turning. Dude my, was huge. He was six three two twenty, fucking stud. And I remember I walked up to Hallie and go, Hallie, that's not the same guy they were putting on the poster you were fighting. No. <laughs> The guy they were putting on the poster, I was like, oh, I can take this guy. Yeah, he was a fucking... This guy, <laughs> this guy was fucking huge. You stood in there and got your ass kicked, poor guy. I did, man. Oh, that was an ass fuck. whooping. Woo! Caitlin, it was good seeing you. 
You too. And uh, yeah, nice meeting you. And and Hatley, uh, God, maybe we'll, we'll milk this out for a couple episodes, but we got to bring you back. I mean, there's probably. Uh, Seth, we got so much to unpack that you know that there just- is. I'm just going to drop it in its entirety, though, Bubba. People love the long form stuff. There was so much. I don't even know where to cut it. So. And now Hatley's got. He now has a reputation of having a fucking seven and five eighths missile. So I mean, that's a whole other situation. Yeah, we, people need to hear that immediately. There's no reason to sit on that. <laughs> no sense of milking that any more than it needs. No, let's get it out there. So I'm glad to come over anytime and hang with you guys. This is fun. Dick ratings. Oh, you want to do dick ratings on like, us? Like you guys text. Uh, dick pics to Caitlin. No she'll, way. she'll do dick ratings. I say we do it live in person. Who, need, who wants pictures? No, we're show. I mean, we're not. Oh, we're wait. Not, oh, you know, shy? Wait, us? Well, yeah, us I mean, or people coming in the studio? No, you guys. Oh. Well. You guys are shy? I mean, I Since mean. Since when have I, you been shy? I, I, I talk a lot of shit over the years. <laughs> I don't know if I've met a lot I of wasn't that. shy until right when we're you said, the, I mean, right, right when you said that. Yeah, I'm we're, shy. we're in the show business, buddy. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're working it. You know, I don't want me so it, it, How can no, we show it after the way you've praised Brent? Yeah. I, I could never. I feel like it's totally. And Caitlin, at the end of the day, Hatley knows how to work, and that means you know how to work, and that means you know you would give me like an eight when really I'm a five just because. Oh, I'm, I'm honest with sex, though. Like, I don't fuck around with sex. My, my bush is out of control right now. Let me trim it, and then I'll. Uh... <laughs> Brent, thank you. Thank you. It was great. This we'll, was awesome. We'll have Brent back soon. I've got the looks. Uh, Caitlin Hatley uh, on 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 OnlyFans, and then of course Brent Hatley on Twitch. Yes, sir. Hatley, we love you, buddy. We love you.